They'll make her one of us. A loving cop, a loving cop. We accept a one of us. We accept a one of us. Gooba gobble, gooba gobble. We accept her, we accept her. Gooba gobble, gooba gobble. One of us. America for 300 years has been the land of promise for the rest of the world. The land of new frontiers, new opportunities. Clicking sounds, sounds that reveal the presence of radioactive rays. The instrument, a Geiger counter, is converting radioactivity into sounds we can hear. Good evening. This is Tank Riot, episode 191. I am Sputnik, with me as always is Victor. Squee! And Tor. <laughs> or PJ. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tor. <laughs> Please call me Vivian. <laughs> Squee! Squee! <laughs> I have never known anyone named Squee, and now no, I, I kind of want to. I want to meet the Squee character. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Squee, if I may. Yeah. It's Mr. Squee. I'm Dr. Squee now. <laughs> I'm an author. Yes. <laughs> and, and a known Egyptologist. So, uh, how about those midterms, eh? Oh, jeez. Scotty Nation finally lost its 200-pound tumor. We got rid of Scott Walker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, that is a breath of fresh air. Oh, that no is shit. such a relief. That's, I was so yeah. excited. Oh, so wonderful. Yep. His uh, greatest accomplishment, the Foxconn uh, <laughs> deal to bring in a factory to, to yes. bring a few jobs uh, for people who live in Illinois. <laughs> Who'd like to drive up to Wisconsin? But, but only, but only like uh, three thousand jobs now instead of the thirty thousand jobs. Right. It, it was it was a roundup with the thirteen thousand figure. Yeah. 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 But um, That's what we call butcher's thumb. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, that's, so, that's some, quite a rounding <laughs> error. <laughs> I mean, holy crap! You know, the, 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 there's a lot of government handouts of. Oh. This is very common where a, a government, yeah. you know, cuts a deal, you know, for a co- company to come into their. Yeah. their area and and set up shop to create jobs and sometimes it works out very well and apparently there's some organization that keeps track of all the different deals and which ones are good deals and which ones are bad deals the foxconn deal of all the government deals <laughs> in the whole entire country yep. forever let me guess is <laughs> Is the worst deal ever made. Oh, God, yeah. 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 It's like the highest cost per job of any... Right? Yeah. yeah. It was like it's like <laughs> when they deal. figured out with Vietnam at a certain point it was costing like <laughs> I was trying to remember now it was like some weird figure like $3,000 per dead VC. <laughs> and it was like, "Oh my yeah. god, you figured that out?" But this is this wow. is the rush to the bottom that a lot of the states are doing right now with uh yeah. like Jeff Bezos with Amazon is moving into New York or whatever and New York oh. and uh Alexandria <sighs> yeah. Virginia. Yeah, but New York and Alexandria got a lot better deal than Scott Walker. Oh yeah. Did. Yeah, but they yeah. Yeah. three billion dollars the guy who makes yeah. like over a hundred thousand every minute you know like yeah yeah they, they gave him billions of dollars oh, yeah, yeah. to They're move still... there yeah i mean and that's the funny thing of it too it's it's like but you're right i think foxconn i mean we got bent over the table pants down around your ankles hiney yeah, greased yeah it was total just to make scott walker look good and yeah. hope that nobody does the math 
Right. People did the math. Everybody now we did have the a new math. Governor. Yeah, we got 25 <laughs> years. We won't see a fucking penny. No, and, uh-huh. and for those midterms, I mean, people showed up. So I'm I'm very excited that you know this took the turn that it did uh, in yeah. the midterms. The you know the Senate. Yeah, there's some fuckery going on there with uh, the gerrymandering of some districts, and you know Mississippi just finished. <laughs> you know their horrible yeah. uh, ordeal. Um, <laughs> and, you know now there are 53 uh, Republican senators. Oh yeah, Senator Granny Clampett. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, one. I want to go to a hanging. Yeah, Mississippi basically said, "Yeah, we we still like the white supremacy." Yeah. Oh yeah, we're very comfortable with it. Yeah. I'm pro racism and I vote. Yeah. <laughs> and just, I mean, I'm sorry, but and she beat a black guy. Yeah, she was good. Oh she my god. And then, and, and uh. the, the, but the worst thing it was is like the excuses are always, well, she just said, you know. She she was just trying to be funny and, and made an unfortunate statement. It's like, no, you were born and raised. You're 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 an older person, and you know Mississippi's history of lynching, and you said something like. And I was just saying yeah. that before before Tor came over. You know, it's like Mel Gibson, the Mel Gibson effect. You you can't just say, you know, Mel had a little bit too much to drink. He was overserved, and it's like, yeah, but that doesn't make you rave about Jews and calling officers sugar tits. I got yeah. drunk, sugar tit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you walked the line. <laughs> so, oh, so the man. whole thing of it is, and I, I guess that sort of gives me a segue into, I'm, you know, I'm sure, you know, this this has gone international, Scotty Nation once again. <laughs> oh, the Baraboo picture. Dun dun dun. Dun 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 dun. We made the news. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> Wait a minute. Maybe we shouldn't have made the news. Actually. Okay, yeah. so so this was just All right, I've heard I mean, so I've been following this story locally and everything yeah. and, and uh I I was raised in a town probably about maybe 10 minutes from mm-hmm. from Baraboo. And no, honestly, <laughs> if I had heard this story came from my hometown, oh, yeah, I would no I would not have blinked. I would have thought, "Fuck yeah, pro- I'm, I'm sure." <laughs> you I, just go above the pine curtain up there. Oh and, geez, uh, oh, well, geez. it's not above the pine curtain at all. That's <laughs> no, what's scary. It's certain areas, yeah. There are certain areas, and because uh, I mean, I knew there was a lot of my classmates, yeah. their dads, and so forth were in the posse and stuff like that. So, so no, that would not have surprised me. But with Baraboo, Baraboo is one of these idyllic little towns it's just beautiful actually it's a beautiful little town mm-hmm. and it's you know it's got like parfrey's glen and and it's it's just a gorgeous little place and circus it, museum circus museum yeah. yeah let's go see the free let's go see the free <laughs> one of us one of us <laughs> Todd Browning's freaks. <laughs> I, you know, Mrs. Sputnik will leave the room and not come back because I insist on watching that every Halloween. So it's, it's like, like wife repellent. It is a classic. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that and the Green Berets. Oh, what, what movie is this? Uh, Todd Browning's freaks. Oh, okay. So Todd Browning actually, he was a very big director in the 30s. And uh, he also did the original uh, Dracula with um, uh, Bella Lugosi. Hmm. So I mean that you know he was known for a lot of things, but freaks he actually used uh, uh, sideshow attractions. Oh yeah, people who were sideshow. Yeah. So they had like microcephalics, or as they called them so nicely at that period of time, pinheads. And um, they had a guy who uh, had no arms or legs, and they called him the Caterpillar Man, and all these things. And, and it's funny the Ramones got their you know uh, gabba gabba hey one of us one <laughs> of us because there's a thing where the the freaks 
are um, th- they, have a little, they have a little person leader and she's he's getting married to this woman and they're accepting her in and they're going one of us one of us and the Ramones actually took it from that yeah, movie that's awesome so it's, wow. it's like a big okay. favorite of mine <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. so there's like this revenge scene at the end that'll just <laughs> it's fuck you chilling. up <laughs> yeah. It, yeah like the caterpillar man <laughs> is crawling under a circus wagon in a rainstorm and he's got a knife in, in his yeah, mouth right. and he's yep. just like crawling along and it's like okay fuck yeah, it's a little <laughs> too <right>. real <laughs> yeah it's way too real so this is like from the 1930s yeah yes. it's like 30 yeah. black and white three i want to say maybe maybe mm. even earlier than that mm. anyhow anyway baraboo and baraboo. the nazi salute the nazi salute so uh, uh they, they've been getting a lot a lot a lot of static from so so how this happened was uh last may there was a picture taken uh before prom and it was these kids were like they weren't all seniors they and there was like juniors and seniors and just students and they were all dressed up and the the person who took actually took the photo was not a paid photographer for the parents or anything he was just anyways he, he claims he said uh, pretend like you're waving goodbye to your parents you know which is it's kind of a typical thing because it's like okay you know you're going to do the prom then you're going to graduate then you know, you're going to hit the road. Of course, obviously, times being what they are, kids are staying home until like 35, whatever. It's, actually, <laughs> there's a lot of them, too. It's, you know, yeah. it's a very large percentage for various reasons. We're not going to get into that now. But it started off, so this was done way last May, but a person tweeted the photo. I don't know, from Baraboo, maybe, or somewhere, and, and tweeted the photo. And then the Auschwitz Museum weighed in and said, well, it's, you know, things like this that, you know, we really feel we have to educate. And here's here's the problem. Well, they have a really good uh, Twitter presence. I, I like the Auschwitz Museum. Oh, yes. Um, and I've been there. It's it's wonderful. It's, it's the most depressing museum you'll ever oh, go yeah. to, probably. I mean, there's no way to get um, happy yeah, after. But, uh, but I'm really glad I went, and I, I really find it valuable. And their Twitter presence is interesting because, you know, they, they were just... Um, who, who were they uh, just in a battle with? Uh, because someone was saying something about, uh, you know, how... You know, gas chambers started with a the denier. Holocaust. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, they were saying, well, no, it didn't start with the gas chambers. It started with a slow roll towards, yeah. um, you know, pushing these kind of ideas on people. So, anyway, right. I, I like the Auschwitz Museum. I, I But, anyways, I guess I, where I was going with that was is that, um, and this is not meant as a criticism of the Auschwitz Museum in any way, shape, or form. However, I would have taken it more as a learning moment in that it's not. So so recently, like just as recently as last weekend, they're still investigating, trying to figure out how this all came about. But one of the kids said that, you know, he just said, you know, wave to the kid, you know, wave to your goodbye to your parents. And then one of the kids was kind of, you know, like the class smart ass or whatever. And he kind of threw up a salute and the rest of them just kind of went along with mm-hmm. it or whatever. That's one version. Another version mm-hmm. was that they literally were just waving and it was no big deal. You know, what have you. Yeah. In any case, They've they've come under I think some some very uh, you know people are upset now because the students are being punished. I'm not sure how you would punish them yeah. for something like that. Um, and and as far as as knowledge of the Holocaust goes, 
I would say that most people, and I would say this about most Americans, have like probably the poorest idea of their own history outside of a regime where their history is like kept away from people and they're not educated in their own history. Yeah. Um, I think most people, as far as they know, Nazis bad, Holocaust bad. Uh, well, you would hope. Knee-jerk you react. Would you would hope. It's <laughs> not obvious. <laughs> That's not obvious in America anymore. But, but yeah. <laughs> on uh, PBS uh, last week, uh, Frontline, which Frontline is is a beacon of light in otherwise pitch darkness. They teamed with ProPublica and have, are doing a series called Documenting Hate. And they've done two of them. One was on the Charlottesville riot. Outstanding, outstanding uh, investigative reporting. Which, I mean, to put those two words together now is, is just like jumbo shrimp, uh, uh, Democrats for Nixon. Uh, those That was a group, by the Republican way. Republican intelligence. Uh, they used to have the commercials, Democrats for Nixon. It's like, really? <laughs> now, more than ever. In any case, um, I was, uh, I'm trying to say this in a way that, look, these these shows were very eye opening. I mean, even if you hadn't been following the rise of the the extreme right, and this goes way past the Oklahoma City bombing, Ruby Ridge, Waco, way past that. I mean, th- we have had this problem in this country for a long time. Uh, frankly, if a white man goes in and shoots up a synagogue and says, "I just want to kill Jews." They're not a terrorist, and it's and because of that, it's, it's under a mental rep- health issue. It's a mental health issue. <laughs> you know, again, the Mel Gibson uh-huh. effect. Is yeah. like, what are you looking at, sugar ticks? <laughs> uh, okay, and then <laughs> then the next thing you have is, uh, you know, the, these things are are constantly underreported. If this person was even vaguely swarthy or had a Middle Eastern name or whatever, it would be terrorism. But if somebody blows up a building, if somebody shoots up. Uh, uh, a church or a synagogue or whatever, it's it's just a mental health issue or whatever. They're not labeled as terrorists. Now, watching these front lines, the last one was it was very insightful, and it was about this group that had started in Florida called Adam Waffen. And these were just kids. And the thing is, is that the internet is very useful in recruiting these kind of lost people. And teaching them how to rebrand and, and do all these other things, but it, it really went into how they're organized in that there is an overarching organization of these groups. Yes, they're independent cells, and they act without necessarily a central command coming down, much like the Holocaust, uh, but there is a structure that is manipulating these things. And the fact is, the Southern Law... And Poverty Center has been monitoring this for years. Not just the Klan and the neo-Confederates, but the the neo-Nazis and all these other groups that are much more virulent. And these groups, they found that there was many of them who were active military. And they they interviewed this gentleman who came out with a report, um, and this was under Obama in 2009, saying, we have a real problem of these far-right groups uh, telling these people to, young people, to go into the military, have them train you how to use weapons and so forth, and steal whatever you can for our group. And then we'll plan what have you. So this guy was essentially let go 
because the conservatives played it like, well, you're con- you're criticizing the military and our veterans and you're not being very patriotic and so on and so forth. And his group, his governmental agency went away because they stopped the funding and so forth. And the military, after years of investigation, found maybe like 28 people that they let go because of extremism, but there was like so many mm. more. So this is like mm. a real real problem and with people like trump it emboldens them it brings them out because again they feel that they can do and say whatever they want so hate crimes have been like through the roof and to me these are things to focus on not an unfortunate picture taken out of context about the picture, I would say a couple things. Like, there were a couple kids in the picture who refused. They were like, nope, not doing it. That's true. And then one of them spoke out and said, yeah, there's rampant racism in Baraboo. Like, he was saying that he hears the N-word all the time. And, you know, well, <clears throat> you know, and I, I, I understand that and everything. Yeah. But, but also, these kids are just stupid kids, you know, doing yeah. whatever they're told yeah. and thinking it's funny. And maybe it's... most of them, probably. Yeah. It was just a joke. Pepe was... the Frog kind of joke. Yeah. I'm and, joking. And I know that it's not funny to joke about such things. No. But, but the, the point is still the same, is that I don't... <sighs> Again, treat it as a learning moment yeah. to focus on these larger issues of how we have this white nationalist terrorism in this country that has to be looked at and examined in our military and uh, certainly in our police forces, <laughs> our very highly militarized police forces, yeah. and uh, and just in general of the culture of our country. The fact that we have about 8,000 troops at the border now, and we're tear-gassing people. I mean, it makes yeah. you sick to your goddamn stomach. I mean, yeah. this is the kind of shit you would expect to see in Chechnya, for Christ's yeah, sake. Never mind the fact that we've got kids in prison down there. and you know, Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll, well, it's like a summer camp. Concentration camp. It's like a summer camp. Concentration camp. A summer concentration camp. Summer concentration camp. In the middle of the winter. <laughs> our bright mock fry yeah. and, and learn how to make wallets and archery. <laughs> And the winner yeah. of the Mystery Meat Contest is <laughs> David. Something brown. <laughs> Something brown. <laughs> oh, 1979 God. meatballs, everyone. Uh, a classic. A classic. <laughs> you know, one comment I'd like to make Woody on the photo is, I guess I haven't heard. Now, did the photographer shoot it with his camera? Yes. Yeah, yeah and it was off school grounds, so the school was saying... You know they can't they can't force right. you know what the kids do and but it's understandable. <clears throat> okay, with especially with digital cameras these days, he's got to have at least three shots, you know, and mm-hmm. and probably you know half a dozen or more. And you're telling me this is the best shot? <laughs> I mean, he he should have you know looked through them and like and thought. Oh, I can't share that one. Well, unless that's you the know, agenda he wanted to promote. Let's see what the next one is. Exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of like I. Well, I, but I, I think if I somebody know. just like tweeted this picture, kind of like, oh, what do you think of this? Well, then obviously it kind of got the ball rolling and so forth. Right. Baraboo but but had how to, did they get the picture? So I'm saying the, it's the photographer that 
Um, I think it was on Facebook. It, but the, the you know, like most really bad extremist <laughs> things, it was on Facebook. Right. But my point is, the photographer let it out of his inventory. Yes, yes. you know, a good, yeah. a good photographer he's, he's only blame. shares their good photos. They don't share the bad ones. So for some reason, he thought this was a good photo. Tor, yeah. you're you're a good photographer. Most people are not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's well, just like you know, people just. You know, click, click. I mean, you know, how right. many conspiracy shows have we done about UFOs? And it's like, okay, if you could show one where somebody, I can actually <laughs> see somebody waving out a fucking window, boom, you got me on board. But it's never that good. It's just like a little blip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But I, I'm just, it, I think that the kids, this, like you're saying, it's good to make it a learning experience for yeah. the kids. But I don't. I think it's probably okay for a little public shaming for the photographer because it's it's oh, yeah. his job to make sure yeah. everybody's. You know, I think if, I think if, the if kids it, have also been shamed too. So that's well, fine. the, the yeah. Baraboo School District had to take its Facebook page down because yeah. they were wow. getting so much hate mail, and you know the town yeah. has just gotten a lot of grief for it and everything, which I think is really unwarranted. But mm-hmm. again, this is the climate that we're in right now. In mm-hmm. fact, if if I could, if, I, I think yeah, I I do think now people are maybe a little bit. I don't want to say this because I, I, I might come across as being too callous and not understanding the the plight of uh, certain groups, but it, it's important not to be too sensitive. Right. I, th- I think we do need to make things a learning experience, and and depending on the circumstances, people might deserve punishment or being fired or asked to take you know leave of work, you know, depending on what mm. what happened, but. If we're going to move together as a society, we have to kind of move all all together, together with everybody. So if we can find a way where the people who did the offending and the people who are offended can kind of come to an understanding and sort of re-educate each group and understand where they're coming from, Hopefully we can make progress. It would be nice if those things were face to face, though, instead of just you know random tweets and yeah, Facebook yeah. posts. And yeah. um, Frontline also did a wonderful series, a two part uh, show on the Facebook dilemma. And boy, I'll tell you, that was eye opening as hell. <laughs> you know, because that that that's just you know, and and Zuckerberg and that crowd, Zuckerbot. Yeah, Zuckerbot. I am Zuckerbot. I am so sick to death of these creatures. <laughs> hey, and he's just a monster. He is yeah. a fucking monster. I really do think he is. Yeah. And it's just, oh god, I ugh. honestly, I've retreated from a lot of social media, and it's actually made me feel a lot better about myself, about my life <laughs> in general. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm not on Twitter that much. I'm not on Facebook that much, and honestly. I just feel so much better, and I, I do jump on Facebook every now and then to just throw up a meme or something, um, you know, and I share pictures with my family, you know, so my mom can see stuff or whatever, but, yeah, I mean, I totally think they're just harvesting you, like, yeah, yeah. you are the, yeah, you you are the... Soil the greenest people. Yeah, exactly. and And it's, it, it, it it can make it seem like everybody else is having perfect lives, because, you know, they basically 
post the photos when they're on vacation. See, and I've never been like that. When their kid wins an yeah. award. And, I, I yeah. post the random horrible shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everybody like, does. Fuck yeah. you, paper jammer. Right. You know, yeah. Whatever. Well, you know, some I'll people do and weird, some people don't. So yeah, I know. If but everybody else does. And it's like, well, yeah. I guess. If, if, if you happen to be just following the people who only post the good photos, then you might, then you might start feeling like, well, my life kind of sucks compared to theirs because it's like yeah. one good thing after another. But, but, but actually walking yeah. away from it and then not going not going on the website for a week at a time or two weeks at a time it's nice because it's like oh i don't mm-hmm. have to worry about any of that joneses bullshit yeah. and by the way keeping up with the joneses is based on a real mansion in new york city you know yes. about that yes <laughs> and i love it because she kept adding on to it and making it so right. beautiful <laughs> and now it's a decrepit mess it's know? like the winchester wow. mansion yeah yeah it's, it's a <laughs> wow. horrible disaster but the elizabeth jones i think was her name yeah and uh yeah <laughs> Everyone's like, we're keeping up with the Joneses. We got to improve our property. <laughs> People would build, like, downtown these huge fucking mansions during the Gilded Age. Mm-hmm. The Vanderbilts were, like, the first wow. to do that. Yep. And, you know, you think of New York as being this very congested area, and it is. But then these people would, like, you know, take up a whole block with just their home. Yep. And it's and that's kind of ballsy being that obviously wealthy surrounded by the angry poor. <laughs> I love that the Joneses mansion is just a decrepit mess right now. I do too. <laughs> a total disaster. <laughs> Mysteries of the abandoned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, if if I could, go I, ahead. I would like to read a paragraph though. Um, it's um, it's called "How Everything Became the Culture War." And this is uh, um, from Michael Grunwald, and it was posted on Politico.com. And this is just, and and I think it's just, it gives a taste of it. And I just, I just want to say, I think this is good because it's, it says it very well, kind of what we've been talking about and kind of thinking about. And it's that Democrats and Republicans are increasingly self segregated and mutually disdainful, each camp deploying the furious language of victimhood to justify its fear and loathing of the gullible deplorables in the other. One side boycotts Chick-fil-A over gay rights, Walmart over sweatshops, and companies that do business with the National Rifle Association, while the other boycotts Nike over Colin Kaepernick, Starbucks over refugees, gay marriage, and non-Christmas-specific holiday cups, and companies that stop doing business with the NRA. We live in an era of performative umbrage. I love that, performative umbrage. Every day is Festivus, a ritual airing of grievance of our grievances about Kathy Griffin, Roseanne Barr, fake news, toxic masculinity, and those fancy coffee machines that Sean Hannity's viewers decided to destroy for some reason. Every decision about where to shop and what to drive or what to watch is now an opportunity to express our political identities. The 24-hour news cycle has become a never-ending national referendum on Trump. And I think that says it very well, just because... Ugh. Well, as the holiday season approaches, we really do need a festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> and now for the feats of strength. <laughs> oh my God, we got a Christmas show coming up. We got to do a Christmas. We got to do a Christmas show. Right, but but just come. But just you know, not not to try to say that you know that Scotty Nation is full of saints. Here's one. Mm-hmm. A Wisconsin shot glass company that embeds a bullet in each glass oh, is giving all of its employees handguns for Christmas. I heard about this. To uh-huh. comply with state law, owner Ben Wolfgram distributed gun store gift certificates rather than actual weapons. <laughs> but after some initial reluctance, all 16 of his full-time employees now have acquired a weapon. You get a gun! You get a gun! <laughs> Everybody gets a gun! Now we have an entire armed staff, said Wolfgram. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay, now that's... <laughs> see, now that's something... <laughs> something 
<laughs> but but you know what you were, you were saying is like yeah, Baraboo is is you know you, that you hear the N word and everything. The thing is, this <laughs> this is a pretty white bread state. Sure. And I'm not saying that that's a good thing that the, the N word or racism is is casually thrown around. But what I'm trying to say is is that racism, uh, you know. Um, um, sexual identity intolerance, these type of things, they stem from ignorance, generally. If you just simply have no experience with Jews or African Americans or the LBGTQ community, you tend to think whatever stupid thing comes along. Primates use sh- mental shortcuts. Well, yeah, it's it's tribalism. Yeah, tribalism at its worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and But at its most basic, and we use it every day in one form or another. And as, again, this is not to excuse it, but just simply that we are so distracted from the, the key issues in our lives um, as a nation, uh, where we want the country to go, all these things, that it's it's getting increasingly tougher to just cut through the shit. So so after reading all these articles about, you know, the rise of fascism in, in America and and then watching these documentaries and going on to the Sunday Law and Poverty <laughs> Site and, and finding you know looking through all that information and then seeing this all this this upset over the Baraboo picture is like, oh God, again, that's what I think bothers me the most. It's mm. it's not is is just that it is it it's not that it's not important, and it's good that it gets the debate going, and it brings these things up, and we yeah. reunite as a yeah. learning moment. But instead, it's just this, okay, now we can focus our hate on it's this. It's flesh in the pan umbrage. You yes. know, it'll, it again, it'll, yeah. yes. It's disappearing. Performative and, umbrage. Right, right. <laughs> and, and it's gone. I mean, they're, they're done. I mean, I think there are some people who are still following those kids and are trying to, like, identify them. Right. And, you know, I'm like, whatever, but, you know, I don't know, get a life. But, but, but it is, uh, I mean, it's... There are far worse people that are uh, out there and more active on exactly, the sort yes. of racist and right I supremacist agree, front. I agree. I agree. Are, Let's stay focused. Milo yeah. Shippadipadipadip. Yeah. That guy. I hate him. Milo Yiannopoulos. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's like what I always say about Tony Stark. You yeah. know, um, you know, Elon. Elon. Yeah. Elon. <laughs> that, uh, okay, you know, first off, and boy, I got to just say this. Um, you know... All this shit about Mars, Mars, Mars. We got to go to Mars. Okay, Mars is at best seven months away. And that's if you work out all the radiation shielding, everything else, blah de blah de blah blah You have to have a moon colony, a moon base alpha, if you will. Yes. yes. Before, and it should be called moon base alpha. We've if already you can fucking do anything. Oh, my God, <laughs> yes. That's the name of it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and we need a shape changer. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so there's a whole lot of things to do before... Mars. So right. so Mars is just like this huge leapfrog. That'd be like saying, um, you know, I want to build a skyscraper in New York City before Columbus had fucking sailed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, look, man, let's try to work some shit right. out beforehand. Hey man, he's got the money, he knew whatever he wants. Oh, I'm not I'm not on board, I'm not I doing know, anything. but he's kind of you know, a bi- I guess what I'm getting down to is you know, he's getting more and more to be kind of to me just like a billionaire dink. He is a dink. Like he's saying all his employees should work a hundred hours a week. I'm like Fuck you. Yeah, because yeah. you've done so yeah. well with it. Fuck you. I mean, you, yeah. you're, uh-huh. you're basically on the edge. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're like an edgelord who can't even stay off Twitter you know, because <laughs> you're so sleep deprived. Like, calm down, motherfucker. Would you like some <laughs> yeah. more water to wash down all those ambience <laughs> yeah, there? No nuts. Stop. <laughs> Just stop. Oh, God. But, uh, yeah. but by the way, by the way, uh, 
Speaking of Tony Stark, Stan Lee created Tony Stark. Uh, yes. We, I, uh, right. In, yes. in such a way that he, he thought, I'm going to make this deplorable person, and I'm, my challenge is with making him, you're going to like him. And, and right. so he created Tony Stark as this horrible person that he thought, I'm going to try to make people like this character of yeah. Iron Man. And God damn, it worked. I do. I do <laughs> like him. And, you know, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Oh. plays him to perfection. I was to, so excited when he got chosen Oh, my God, to role. the point where, I mean, at first it was like, oh, I, Robert Downey Jr., I'm kind of tired of him. And and <laughs> I've never grown tired of him. But, uh, you know, <laughs> but the, then it's like, oh, you know what? <laughs> All right, you know that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> but but he, you're right. And you know what? I and I think this is a good segue. We've lost some really some really good people lately, and I, and I think topping that list would be Stan Lee. Yeah, he was 95. What a great run. Yeah. Oh, what a yeah. great guy. You know, great life. We were. Um, I was really worried we we're gonna lose him. You know. You know when all this stuff was going on with his family and everything, and Kevin Smith was doing all this. You know. Trying to you know figure out what's going on with his family, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just really glad I got to meet him. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> so was, was awesome. very cool. I was yeah, really yeah. excited about that. And, <laughs> and you have your your stand, I got my standing memorial here. Memorial here. Yeah. So yeah. and I think oh you know uh, Wizard Con is coming to to Madison. I know Madis, and William uh, Shatner's coming. William Shatner That's this weekend. Also uh, Lieutenant Hoo-Ha. I know, but but see the thing is. Do I want to pay to get a picture with William Shatner? I'm Shad? still on the fence about it. The Shad's 89, man. I know. Yeah. You know I should or do 87, it. 87, I think. But I think maybe. if I take another picture with someone like I did with Stan Lee, he'll just die. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it, could be, he, it could be a death note kind of situation <laughs> where I murder him by getting my picture taken with him. You're the sci-fi reaper of souls. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, you know who else is coming? The mm. fan of death. <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota's own Kevin Sorbo. Oh. God, fuck oh. that guy. I, I know, right? Him. Fuck you. I hate him so hard. <laughs> but Shatner, I also dislike, but I also, I would like a picture with him, actually. Yeah. Oh, well, fuck, yeah. And I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. You so know, if you're interested in going, I'll go. I'm on the fence, too, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I don't know what to think. Yeah. You know? I, too, am on the fence. <laughs> But it's, yeah. I usually like to go just for the costumes, maybe pick up a tchotchke or two, you know, shit like that. But I met Neil Adams last time. That was awesome. That's it. So, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, Comic-Con can be really cool, and there are some yeah. really cool, you know, cool people. That I don't know. There. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna right. to puzzle on it you a bit. You let me know. Yeah. You let me know. Absolutely. But I will, if I go, I'll try to figure out how to get a picture with Shad. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just should do it. The Shad, the, the, the Shad <laughs> is pretty awesome. I mean, it's kind of like... I just wish I had a Gorn mask. Yeah. <laughs> I could wear. I wish I could do a shoulder roll in front of him or something. <laughs> dee, 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 dee. <laughs> Throw a boulder at him. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> Paper machine bold. I, 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 I'm Paper hoping machine. he's wearing his later hosen from that uh, travel show he did. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. He's like running around with George Foreman and... Uh, Henry Winkler. <laughs> God, <laughs> Henry Winkler is such a cool guy too. He yeah. is a cool guy. He yeah. was. He's much cooler now than when he was the Fonz, and he was supposed to be like the coolest yeah. guy ever. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh no, he's he's much. He told a story about. Uh, I don't remember uh, where I heard it, but he um, told a story about his aunt escaping Nazi Germany. Yeah, and uh, how they brought some plants with him, and he's planted them all around. And I don't know. Totally fantastic. I don't Very know where cool to guy. find it, but yeah, it, he's just a really nice, nice guy. Mm-hmm. Barry. <laughs> What's his name in Arrested Development? Barry something. I always loved him in uh, Children's Hospital. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's on Adult <laughs> Swim. I'm I'm kind of an Adult Swim <laughs> yeah. addict. Yeah. I have to say that I used to love cuz I'm kind of I'm a metalhead and uh, they used to have a, sh- a Metalocalypse. Metalocalypse and mm. they had so they had a it was a cartoon group <laughs> oh, God. called Deathlock. <laughs> but what's funny is is that I have all their fucking albums because even though it's like a cartoon band, they're still better than most metal. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like really good shit and I, I work out to it Deathlock. D-E-T-H-L-O-K. Yeah. I had some friends who were hardcore fans of that show, and I, I watched it a lot. Oh, yeah. my God. It just, you know, because I, I love metal. I, I saw Marilyn Manson a couple years ago, because I'm a huge fan of Marilyn Manson. I love his stuff. and uh, But, you know, it's fun sometimes just to get a little, you know, a little death metal sometime, work out, and what have you, and so I do. <laughs> Yeah, Stigmata came up randomly from Ministry, and I was so happy, because oh. I, I just like to listen to music on random sometimes on my phone, and I, well, all right, I'm a whore. I bought a, a 10S Max, <gasps> and wow. it's huge, so I was able to add so much of my library to it, mm-hmm. and, and now I'm getting all these random songs that I haven't heard in decades, you know, and it's like, right, it's super fun, so. Wow. No, yeah. that's great, you yeah. know, because Ministry is one of those groups that I always love that they're, they have, Ministry from like album to album can oh, be God. like they'll fucking be disco and then yeah. all of a sudden they'll be industrial metal yeah we and... went from Land of Rape and Honey was such a good album oh, you know that, that's like where they that. were really Jesus built my hot rod yeah and then yeah then <laughs> Stigmata I remember driving around Europe listening to that oh like yeah on a cassette beautiful but yeah yeah, yeah they're awesome so. so I did kind of feel bad for Douglas Rain who is the voice of Hal the Computer no, on yeah, yeah, we lost him too. He died on exactly the same day as Stan Lee. Ugh. Oh no, wow. yeah, but but you know, well, we also lost Stephen Hillenburg. Yes, you know. just yesterday, in yeah. fact, fifty-seven, 57. years old. See, that that one hurts because yeah, ALS is it, a cruel, cruel disease. Like I, yes. I'm familiar with Alzheimer's, but ALS is also really oh, he, terrible. He was the SpongeBob, SpongeBob he created SpongeBob yes. SquarePants. Yeah, yeah, which uh-huh. I adore. Yeah. Yeah, SpongeBob yeah. SquarePants is one of my. There are so many new cartoons that I just love. Like SpongeBob SquarePants, to me, I love even more than Ren and Stimpy. And I thought like Ren and Stimpy was kind of the bomb for me. It but, was the bomb. Yeah. You know? <laughs> of course, now you got Bojack Horseman. Yeah. <laughs> well, SpongeBob character, SpongeBob SquarePants. You have a major character that rides a recumbent bicycle and it's probably <laughs> oh, one of the God. most respectable wow. uh <sighs> never you know, got that fashion- mermaid man and margot boy <laughs> fashionable characters in the show and that oh is a recumbent God, bicycle sure. rider yeah. i always love you this found a recumbent bicycle <laughs> the air breathing squirrel sandy cheeks yeah, sandy. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see the um, one where <laughs> sandy gets um um, Patrick and and uh, SpongeBob to to watch her house and everything while she hibernates, <laughs> and of course her house is full of air, it. so they have to wear oh yeah mask and have water <laughs> in it, and so she Sandy Cheeks like really bulks up so she can fucking sleep, and then they're like you know doing something fucking around <laughs> as usual, and they made too much noise and they woke her up, and then she's like this huge squirrel red eyes. <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> well, in the voice of Patrick, he was the he was the guy who M O O N that spells moon. Yes, he was also <laughs> he, he on was in coach. The stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. He was on. Well, wasn't he uh, in the original oh. um, TV show with Dan uh, <clears throat> with uh, Cheers? Like, wasn't he in Cheers as well? Uh, 
I don't think so. Mm. I don't know. I thought he took over when Woody Harrelson left. But anyway, maybe not. I don't know. That was a long time ago. Yeah, I I don't... don't. (laughs) I'm watching The Good Place now. It's quite good. Yeah, The Good (laughs) Place... Wow, The Good Place... The Good Place is such a good show because it really does make you think. I, I haven't enjoyed a show so much since uh, My Name is Earl. No, oh, yeah. You know, where we just go into all these philosophical issues. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. It's just a fun show. And I got to say, Kristen Bell is just funnier than fuck. Yeah, she's great. And then <laughs> she has the oddest looks, though. Mm-hmm. She's got like these piercing blue eyes. She's like one of those kind of people that if I was sitting in a room with her, I would probably not be able to make eye contact with her because her eyes are like too fucking blue. Like, yeah. oh, jeez. No. Yeah. Look at my shoes. <laughs> but yeah, then, uh, no. the, who's the who's the voice of SpongeBob? Tom. Um, I, I remember watching him in um, Mr. Show. Yes. He, he, yes. He did all the bit parts on Mr. Show. I <laughs> loved him. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Show is such a serious adult comedy you know, mm-hmm. TV show, but then he became the voice of SpongeBob, made millions on that. There, I, I have to say that I, I have very fond memories of doing Awake and Bake and watching SpongeBob SquarePants, <laughs> really enjoying the animation, the color palette, just a general good feeling of of uh looking in on bikini bottom <laughs> so 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 yeah. mr mr hillenberg will be missed yeah he was a marine bio- biologist that's how he started this whole thing oh really wow yeah, yeah. and so they, he created the characters so th- and... this is just a documentary on what he found <laughs> basically yeah. who lives in a pineapple under the sea <laughs> <laughs> the, when my son first started watching it he really didn't like it. I mean, later he watched it a lot. But when he was really young, he didn't really want to watch And I asked, well, why don't you want to watch SpongeBob? And he just said, SpongeBob makes mistakes. <laughs> oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Driving lessons especially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's true. <laughs> and he doesn't always make the Krabby Patties correctly. <laughs> so I think, I think when my son was younger, he wanted to see things that stayed much more orderly i know? gotcha yeah okay future Probably engineer sh- in the making yeah i should have got him on a mr rogers <laughs> yeah oh, that's well. true <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's seen too many episodes of that but oh, well, well it's it's all it's all archived yeah yeah that pacing is so hard for kids nowadays yeah there, there's so much different tv now and everything that they don't naturally gravitate to stuff like mr rogers like our generation did mm-hmm. um but he was the best yeah, well, I, you, you know, you, you can watch Mr. Rogers at any if, age. So. If you have like There's you time. know Roku or Apple or whatever, and, you know, you have, however you stream, you can get the uh, PBS Video app, and if you just contribute sixty dollars, um, you get the passport for a year, and that means you can just tie into the, all their archive shows, like um, uh, you know American Experience, which I've mentioned on this show many many times. Uh, Frontline, obviously. I mean. 20, 30 yeah. seasons of those, you know, and that's that's all good shit. I kind of want to see the first few seasons of Sesame Street. Because oh. when I was real little, they had a different beginning at the beginning. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they made it all hip-hop nowadays. Yeah. yeah but yeah. it's like going way back. And then I would always hope I'd get a rerun of an old show, but they'd never play them again, you know, when I was right. a kid. I always remember like Big Bird running across like a big field and everything. He's like, can you tell me how to get... Yeah. Like he was like looking for it. <laughs> but there was... <laughs> the real... I don't The first ones might even have been black and white. I'm not sure. But the real old... Th- that I remember... Is it was kind of a cartoon drawing of a a brick like t- 
10, 15 story building and they just slowly panned th- uh, down the windows. Oh. And, and there was a different, you know, Muppet or character sticking their cool head out beans. each window. And I only saw it a few times and I kept wanting to see it again because it was like one of the old ones. Hmm. But that's true. I don't know. Well, I think we've talked too about how, like, the difference between Mr. Rogers and Sesame Street, how they dealt with death. You know, and, and uh, the the person who in in real life played Mr. Hooper, yep. who owned the store, passed away. Yeah. And they had to explain it to Big Bird, and Big Bird like really couldn't get understand what death was. What was fascinating about that was was that the adults were trying to tell him is like, well, you know, Mr. Hooper died. And all the little kids just like naturally kind of got around Big Bird and tried to comfort him and explain to him, no, it's okay, it's okay. And it was like so cool to watch. Now, Mr. Rogers did it. And of course, you know, in that loving way that he does. But I got to say, I watched both of them and I was very fucking confused (laughs) by Mr. Rogers because he was like, you know, Timmy the tree, who was like really a fucking tree. And like someone cut him down or he died or some shit. And it didn't quite have the same. It's like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> maybe maybe you're a little bit too make believe on this one. I I don't know. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I you know. I was always like, Mister Rogers, you got stoplights in your house. What's that about? <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> and, and picture, picture. Yeah. What can it you say? The you 70s, say hi, man. <laughs> I know, man. I'm tripping out, man. You got stoplight in your house, man. It's time to feed the fish. My Dennis Hopper. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'd be completely remiss if we didn't talk about a movie that I thought was completely ridiculous. Wait, wait, one more death. All right, go ahead. One more death. One more death. What do we got? John Allen Chow. And you're saying, oh, Sputnik, who the fuck is John Allen Chow? Okay, here's, 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 so uh, Stan Lee, you know, really miss him. Uh, Douglas Rain, very key role in a very great movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Steven Hillenberg, come on, SpongeBob SquarePants yeah. is a fucking classic they'll be watching in a hundred years. <laughs> John Allen Cow was a, a young man, 26 years old, who decided to bring the good news of Jesus. Oh, that guy. <laughs> to an island oh. off the <laughs> yeah. coast of India in the Bay of Bengal yeah. called North Sentinel Island. Now, people, this, what a is, loss. this is one of the last uncontacted <laughs> tribes. One of the reasons that they're uncontacted is because, you know, the UN and Indian, the Indian government realized they could have been on that island for as much as 30,000 years, like the Aborigines in Australia. And this would really, you know, they are fucking violent as hell and they do not want to be contacted. <laughs> okay. But the thing is, is that, so they're violent to begin with, but then uh, these other groups are saying, no, we should just leave them alone. Because, I mean, look what First Contact did for the Native Americans of America. Did you hear the good news? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of smallpox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like a hundred other diseases that you've never come in contact with. <clears throat> yeah. So, so this fucking putz gets, gets, bribes some fishermen to take him to this, <laughs> this off-limit island to tell these islanders about the good news. Knowing full well that he, you know, just his presence there could have killed everybody. So they have a video record of him saying, I just want you to know that Jesus loves you. Thwip! (laughs) And now the Indian government says, "Um, We're not going to get the body back. So. Yeah, that thwip was a. 
arrow, spear, uh, spear something, whatever yeah. they could well, get a hold of. And they of. shot him already. Like he 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 went to the island several times, and you know was shot at at first, and you know retreated or whatever. So yeah, oh, the fact that he kept going back. Oh, it was even, more than once. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it finally, I mean, it, it's it's like uh, if you ever heard the story of when Captain Cook in Hawaii. You know, he goes to Hawaii. And he goes, luckily, at a time when they were the Hawaiians were having a festival that was very positive and open, and they kind of saw him as like, oh, well, you know, this is all good thing, good omens, and so forth. Well, then, you know, they pack up. And, oh, and of course, uh, you know, being English, they said, hey, you know, we noticed that you guys are just carrying these uh, stone clubs and everything. How about if we trade you some uh, goods, you know, food net for uh, steel knives? Well, sure. <laughs> well, then, of course, they sail out. And then um, I think it was inclement weather or whatever. Anyways, they had to come back. Well, it was a different festival. And it wasn't considered a good omen. They fucking killed and ate him. <laughs> so, so the lesson there is, fuck around, fuck around. Soon you won't be around. <laughs> Do your homework. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, he could have wiped out that whole tribe. Just, you know, and yeah, it goes like, well, yeah. we used there several times. It's like, does everybody have to know the fucking good news? What is it about just saying, it's like, you know, you wake up one day and you go, you know, maybe I would like to hear some good news. Where could I go for that? <laughs> oh, well, there's several places I could go. You seek them out. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing... One thing, you know, is, uh, you know, one thing that's really been on the rise is anti-Semitism. And one thing that I, I, uh, I mean, there, there are many things that the Jewish people have contributed to human civilization that it would not literally be the same without them. Um, but one of the things that I truly love about Judaism is they don't have missionaries. <laughs> they don't go looking for recruits. Well, a lot of them are just Jewish. Culturally. <laughs> Culturally. Yeah. I'm Jewish. Ish. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and it's, and it's just, I mean, I respect religions that don't go looking for new recruits, yeah. you know, whether by sword or flame or uh, auto de fe or what yeah. have you. Yeah. It's, I respect religions more when they just say, you know, here's some pamphlets. If you want to read them, fine. Otherwise, whatever. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's nice when they welcome people in. Uh, cause I'm not sure I really like religions that push outsiders away. Oh, no, <laughs> you know no, I mean? no, no, that's good. But, yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah. Sort of welcome people in, but yeah, you don't have to, you know, run around everywhere and try to get in everybody's face. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. That's one of those few tribes that, yeah, just don't disturb them. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, uh-huh. it's, it's, you know, it's not like they're, there's like, ooh, you know, like the cargo cults in New Guinea where it's like, ooh, you know, <laughs> mana from heaven. We want cigarettes and Coca Cola. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 they'll, they'll fucking eat your shit. Well, I don't know if they'll eat you, but they'll, they'll kill you. <laughs> they will kill you. I'm guessing this guy is probably at the end of a keychain by this time. Yeah, they were playing with him on the beach, I guess. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I worry still that they, he might expose them to germs. You know, like that's possible because they're they're yeah. messing around with his body. <laughs> Sorry. Po- just poke it with a stick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put him in the water. So let's please let's let's, let's please un- right. move on to some some more positive right. things about this, shit we've watched. This oh. isn't this isn't positive. This is utterly insane. Oh, okay, yeah. and I need to mention that's this. the one I wanted to talk about too. Okay, anyway. well, not one. utterly. And mine, mine's just kind of pathetic. So oh, we'll hit oh. insane first. Go okay. for it, Victor. So. 
managed to see a film by Panos Cosmatos, who I'm going to check out uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow, which is a movie I haven't seen. But I did see the one movie he made this year called Mandy. Oh, boy. <clears throat> and speaking of crazy religious cults, <laughs> Woof. this movie is the craziest, weirdest, I don't know, dumbest but most fun movie I've seen in a long time. Like, I wish I was high. I wish I was on acid. I wish I was, like, doing massive amounts of crazy drugs when I watched this movie because this movie was utterly bizarre. And it took an hour. And I I warned Sputnik. I said, if you watch this movie, just get past that first hour (laughs) and then just keep watching. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because it's utterly insane. Nicholas Cage uh, stars as Red (laughs) Miller. Um, This crazy... uh, Backwoods uh, guy living with his wife in somewhere mythical Alaska area. I don't even know. Um, I, was it? I want to say was it around like know, Portlandish yeah, or Portland-ish. something. Yeah, Northwestish, <laughs> Northwest Idaho. Yeah, yeah. He was a tree. Uh, yeah, he was lumberjack. Lumberjack. Yeah, uh, guy living with his and wife. Man, well, we don't know that it was his wife. Or girlfriend. We don't someone. really know. Yeah, yeah. Fuck all. So, so yeah. they get attacked by a cult. <laughs> Yeah, by, led by Linus Roach. Oh, yes. Who you might remember as uh, King Egbert in the Vikings series. I totally did oh. not recognize him. The whole, When you told me that, I was like, oh, my God. Because he was doing his Whoa. best Dennis Hopper as this crazy cult right. leader. And he was wearing Spock's robe from Voyage, <laughs> Star Trek for the Voyage Home. Yep. I shit you not, it was the exact same role. Really? Yeah. Yeah, this movie is wow. utterly insane and, and so goofy. And yeah, it's a slow burn. And honestly, get high before you watch it if oh, yeah. you have the chance. Yeah. If you're into that kind of stuff, I highly suggest it. But uh, yeah, I I, I, enjoy, I hated it at first. <laughs> and then once it got to like the crazy second act... Yeah, I was like, "Well, this is the best movie I've seen in a long." Time. Oh my god, it's it's amazing. They just let Nicolas Cage like explore the studio space. It's it's unfucking believable. It's like a grindhouse silent movie. Yeah, made this year. Yeah, and and Nicolas Cage. There's a scene at the very end where I'm like, "Oh my god, that's the best shot ever." Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it, it it's yeah, it's a weird, 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 weird movie, and I suggest everyone watch it if you can. You know, Nicolas Cage, <laughs> the man does not disappoint. If no. I see his name on a picture, I will fucking go. Yeah, I will rent that son of a bitch and just say, okay. Come yeah. what may. <laughs> I was I was uh, wondering when I saw this, it had so many good reviews, and I was like, well, come on, it can't be that good. <laughs> it's like, it's a crazy slasher Nicolas Cage movie, but it's it's artfully shot, and it's it's really strange. It's a revenge film, um, yeah, with crazy biker gangs and religious cults and Nicolas Cage. So, I mean, what more can you say? Oh, God. Th- there were scenes where I know they just said, Nick, <laughs> just do whatever. Fucking riff. <laughs> just do what you want to do. <laughs> Oh, man, yeah. So I have to check out another film by this guy just to just to see if that <laughs> magic is there. <laughs> That's right. Tor, what what do you have for us? All right. Well, this kind of goes back uh, many years ago. We did a show on Ayn Rand. Ayn Rand. <laughs> and at that time, I put the Atlas Shrugged trilogy. On my Netflix queue. Okay. okay but yep. there was a lot of movies in that queue. And, oh, yeah. And I've yeah. been busy. Sure. Anyway, I have now gotten through all three. Fuck they me. They worked their way up. So are you a libertarian now? I am not. 
or whatever that is. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not sure what that is. Yeah. I like money. Objected objectivism. Or, yeah. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. It is. I, I kind of understand their philosophy better, and I'm that much more disappointed in their philosophy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what you end up with. It's kind of like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, it's, it's almost, in some ways, it's, it's, it's the excuse for the rationale of a criminal, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like, how can I not care and just enrich myself? Like the guy that killed yeah. his family, but then he's got like all those pictures of him and his two daughters. Like, I love you, Daddy. Their bodies were found in an oil drum. Oh, <laughs> and, God. It, and it's just, just like, yeah, that's the kind of person that would follow objectivism, you know? Yeah, yeah. But okay, so you got the the weird Ayn Rand philosophy stuff. But then, as let, let's say, just are the movies entertaining? Are they good? Yeah, uh, they they got. You know, there's like some trains and stuff, which is cool, but <laughs> the uh, they were done on a low budget. Yeah, and part of the problem is what is when they did that is when they filmed ep- the first movie, they only the, the actors and actresses only signed on for one movie. So when they filmed the second movie, they had a whole new cast. Oh my god! <laughs> it's it's the Darren syndrome. It's a new Darren. <laughs> yeah, a new Darren. But it's like every character. <laughs> and they have the same they, name, but they're yeah. a different person. And then, but for movie two, they could only afford to sign people on for one movie. So when they did movie three, it's a whole new cast again. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. So, you know, I, I start movie three, it's like. She looks a little different now. Oh, yeah, that's not the same person. You know what it's like? Yeah, <laughs> it's like the Rusty and whatever, um, the um, Clark Griswold's kids in the vacation movies. Yes. Like, they're different kids every fucking movie. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rusty. Rusty? <laughs> yeah. Good talk. I have to say, the second movie probably had the best cast. Uh, some big-time uh, names were in that. And maybe after the movie, they were like, "No, we're not going to do three. <laughs> I don't know those backstories or hmm. or why they did it, but uh, you know, I'm sure it was probably to make a buck. But uh, <laughs> which which Miss Rand would would dearly love objectivism. Yeah, yeah. objectivism. Yeah, but I like just, it. What a freaking weird story! It is a weird story. Yeah. So it's it's like oh, you know, the whole plot is like, well. I don't want the government telling me what to do, so I'm just going to, you know, get up and leave and not participate in the economy anymore and try to undermine it as best I can. I'm just going right. to go to my mountain hideout and I'm going to get all the other smart people, all the smart people. to come yeah. and hide out with me. <clears throat> and Shangri-La. Yeah. And the way I can do that is I invented a a new device that, like, Makes unlimited energy by sucking the static electricity from the air. <laughs> it's just uh, uh, some weird excuses to make everything work. That book and was so hard to read. Yeah. It was just like, oh God, I'm going to be gone for a while. Tell my wife I love her. Yeah. And I think even the people who are big fans of the book, they're kind of like, oh, the movies didn't do it justice. Well, who's you know, I mean, who's a big just, fan of the book other than uh, uh, Paul? Paul Ryan, yeah, Paul Eddie, Ryan. Eddie yeah. Munster from Janesville. Yeah, yeah, it's the objectivist. His dumb ass are, will be gone. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so mm. anyway, just I, 
out of morbid curiosity, I had to watch that. Uh, and you made it. It, it, it is not a recommendation. <laughs> it's just... I recommend you avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. If you little, literally want to see a train wreck, you can watch that movie. For the love of God, stay away from that. By the way, there is a train wreck in the movie, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, if you start really thinking about the philosophy, it's like, ah, uh, No. Yeah, you're kind of dumb. The, the the philosophy. Well, yeah, she yeah. is. The philosophy. We, we talked about her. Yeah, yeah, we did. We we yeah. actually probably did more than we yeah. should have. Yeah. But it's the fact is, is her philosophy has holes. You can drive a truck through it, and her writing and the story itself do not illustrate those points oh, in any fucking way. The dialogue was so awful. Oh, it was so like, stilted. Yes, that's like bad. Came across in the movie. <laughs> yeah, they didn't rewrite it for the movie. They just. Uh, you know, they just kept the real stilted talk. It's like, well, I'm not going to have the government tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, it's like, you know, it's, it's like Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just and it's exaggerated as emotions as people turn and storm out of the room. And oh, everything. there was a lot of storming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just don't. Yeah. Yeah. The, Second episode had some actors I uh, I really like, but uh, the one was. But uh, can you like them anymore though? Because their politics are prob. That's why they were in that movie. I it's don't probably because of their politics. I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna <laughs> to make myself remain happy. I think I'm just gonna assume they saw a paycheck and they're like, yeah, I can use a paycheck. Yeah, and but uh, one of them. Okay, in the TV show Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, what's the law agency? What's the Hamlin? Oh, and uh, yeah, Hamlin, Hamlin, and Hunga Dunga. It, it's the other guy. The other Dewey name. Dewey Keaton How? Yeah, it's it's the guy that's not uh, not one of the two right, brothers. Right, right, yeah. It, uh, he he plays a character in a <laughs> uh, in the. Uh, On the second movie, yeah. Then the neighbor from Idiocracy uh, also done much other stuff. <laughs> the uh, what's his? He has this Dax Shepard, D- Frito. D- the um, <laughs> I like money. <laughs> yeah, the, he's, he's, can't go to the front door, bait. <laughs> no, not Idiocracy. I I, I said that wrong. It, it's um, Office Space. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah, the guy from the Drew Carey show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Drew Carey, yeah. yeah, I really like him. Mm-hmm. But he was in there. Turn on channel nine. <laughs> yeah, oh, you yeah. gotta see oh, this. You shit. gotta see this. <laughs> this chick's doing a breast uh, exam. Yeah. So those two uh, <laughs> were not in episode three. Hopefully, because they're like bad idea. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But everybody was new in episode three. Anyway, you don't know if 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 an actor really. Well, you do though, because there are some films like put on by the religious right where they get that they get that guy uh, mm-hmm. from Growing Pains, that kid, whatever his name is, that uh, he he funds all these things and he, oh, yeah. you know, does God really exist? Those movies, you know that they're in those oh, films because they shit. Yeah, yeah. there are some actors yeah. we, we know that, but that's you know. true. But but I'm, I would give the example of like at the end of his life, Sir Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> Did a movie for the Mooney, the Sun Young Moon Church, <laughs> called Inchon, you know, which okay. was about the Battle of Inchon by, with Douglas MacArthur and so forth. He played MacArthur. Obviously, did, I don't think it was a fucking Mooney, but right. You know, did you ever hear the story? But he about, was just like, I can play MacArthur. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. right. 
But did you ever hear that story about Sir Alec Guinness? When like some little boy came up to him and said, you know, like, you know, comes up to you know Sir Sir Alec Guinness. And, That's a name I haven't heard you in know, a long been, time. He's been in you know, um, <laughs> you know, Bridge Over the River. I mean, you fucking right. name it. The yeah, man's yeah. been in it. And and he said, you know, I've seen Star Wars like a hundred times. And <laughs> yeah. He just fucking lost his shit yeah. with a kid. He's like, Get alive, Christ! <laughs> I've done other fucking things. He pretty much hated Star Wars. Oh yeah, end. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's too bad because yeah, it, he yeah. was so good as a role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I really want to see. You know, I, I'm fine with the Mandalorian going forward and having the guy from Game of Thrones be uh, Boba mm-hmm. Fett or whatever. But like, I would really love to see. Uh, Ewan McGregor as young Obi-Wan Kenobi doing sure. stuff. I'd gladly see that movie. He was a good choice. He was a great choice. And I, I really, yeah, I, I'm kind of bummed yeah. that Solo kind of uh, was a death knell for these uh, weird offshoot movies that, uh, you know, now Disney's all cautious about and they're not uh, following up on any of these films. So, yeah, it's like it's too the bad. Packers, you know, should we. Like getting scared of their own shadow. Should we go on fourth down? Maybe the or backers. <laughs> we should punt it. Yeah. We should punt it on third down. I don't down. know. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> and then, oh, and then when they interview Aaron Rodgers, he's always just like, "Well, you know, if we win the game after that, and we win the game after that, and the game after that, we may have a shot at a And this card. team's got to lose, yeah. and that team's got to lose, and this team's got to lose, and that team's got to lose. We got to win everything." It's not a great year. And the Badgers, oh, like, God. blew hard. We even lost Paul Bunyan's axe to the fucking Gophers. Oh, we haven't done that in ages, I know. <laughs> I mean, that sucks, man. When That's sports yeah. talk. Sports <laughs> talk. Yeah. Sports talk. It's TP Take talk. Right. Sports talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, well, yep. Speaking of the hey, fa- I, oh, cool. I haven't been watching them, but I've, I've heard the Bucks are real good now. <laughs> yes, the Bucks I might are have kicking to watch basketball ass. now. Basketball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I, t- I kind of dig their logo, the big green deer. And fear the deer. That's kind of <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. I kind of like that. So I just uh, can't watch basketball, man. I can't either. Because you know what? <laughs> they run back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And nothing matters till you're halfway through the fourth quarter. Here's basketball to me in its entirety. Squeak, 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 squeak. Squeak, 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 squeak. Oh, another penalty. I give a line up at the free throw line. Where the dipshit who makes a million dollars can't hit a fucking free throw. You're a fucking moron. He's throwing rocks tonight. Why is he getting paid so much money? Hey, let me put my kid out in the driveway. Yeah. Look at that. He just made a three for all. Oh. <laughs> How come you can't do that? Yeah. Oh, so I do have a couple of things to recommend uh, for streaming on Netflix. Okay. Uh, one is, well, since this is Tank Riot, um, they, there's a four episode season called Age of Tanks. Age of Tanks. <laughs> and it's nice. really good because, like, the first one starts with, like, the birth of tanks and everything. And it's really fascinating shit. And then, of course, you know, the second one is the Second World War and, you know, the Battle of Kursk and mm-hmm. all the shit that was going on there. And then the, the third and fourth ones are even more interesting because, like, the third one is kind of the Cold War and how the tank was, like, really this instrument of oppression. You know, Czechoslovakia, Hungary, you know, you fucking name it. Yeah. And then, then it was kind of like, it, four is, like, the end of tanks because, you know, with smart bombs yeah, what's and the point? RPGs and everything else. Well, you know, why have a big, you know, uh, you know, steel death box? Well, have you seen the videos online about different type of bunker buster? Uh, yes. Uh, that, that go into the tanks and they, mm-hmm. they, oh my God. And then they explode. Oh, or yeah. they 
they flamethrower the or entire. They, yeah. Yeah. It's fry cool. the crew. Yeah, it's nasty it's stuff. Nasty. It is. Yeah, of course, yeah. now I think, I think the modern tanks, the, you know, the fanciest ones have. You know, they can shoot multiple shots real yes. quick and then hit multiple targets. All computer know, all controls. Computer controls. Auto yeah. loads. Yeah. 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 Well, what they were saying was is that that in the fourth one was that nobody had really designed or built a new tank in over twenty years because all they did was they took the tanks they had and they and they just updated them, they modernized mm-hmm. it. So like the Americans, that's why they have these like weird designations, like the M one A one, M one A two, and so forth, because they just kind of keep adding shit to it and so forth. Yeah. The, the big one was the Germans with their Leopard tanks. Mm-hmm. They modified the fuck out of those, but then the Russians uh, came along and came out with the T fourteen. So this is like the first um, new tank. And and they showed it, and it, it's like all the specs are classified. Nobody knows shit about it, but you know they had some films of it and everything. This thing looks fucking awesome. <laughs> now and and then, but you know, in the first in the first tank episode, they had they told went more into the evolution of the T thirty four tank. How fucking cool was that? So this guy, you know, he's charged with taking this Russian tank, the Soviet tank, which was a piece of shit. And you know, for a while, the Nazis and the Soviets were working together before the Nazis totally wiped their ass with the Versailles Treaty. They made a deal with the Soviets saying, hey, if we can train in the Soviet Union, um, we'll share all our tank technology with you. So they did, and now all these Germans were dressed like Soviets and everything, and it was all fucking hush-hush. Well, then the minute they came out and said, fuck the Versailles Treaty, then they pulled all that shit out. Well, Stalin got totally paranoid about anyone who had any contact with any Russians. I'm sorry, Germans. But So then they had these tanks that were just fucking awful. I mean, basically, if you hit them, they just blew up. Hmm. So this poor bastard was given the... And this was in the 30s, you know, the terror of the 30s. And, and he was he was, along with these other crew members, were said, improve this tank. And if you saw the tank, you'd go, fuck, there is nothing you're going to do that's going to make this tank better. So he, he came up with his own design. Hmm. And he came up with it. And they started it in 1934, worked on it for five years. So he called it the T-34. Ah. And then he worked on it for five fucking years. And he takes, it, he takes the, the plans to the Soviet government. And they go, oh, no, no, no. We told you to fucking improve this piece of shit. Now you got this whole, you know, new <laughs> thing. And he's, you know, because it had diesel engines, so it didn't catch on fire. It had the sloped armor. Well, you know the whole story of the T-34. Yeah. And it was fucking awesome. So the guy bought, builds one on his own. He builds a <laughs> prototype. And he contacts Stalin himself. And he says, hey, Joe, I got this great fucking tank. And he goes, well, hey, Drive it from where, you know, bring it here to where I am in Moscow, and we'll give it a look. Guy gets in his fucking prototype, (laughs) drives the thing all the fucking way to Moscow, then goes all through this this tank horse, and they're going, hey, looks pretty fucking good. Would you mind driving it up to Finland and doing some shit up there and testing it? Well, then he brings it back, and they go... Well, that's a pretty good fucking tank. Meanwhile, that poor bastard dies in 41 before the Nazi invasion. Why? One thing he didn't put in his prototype, a heater. Mm. <laughs> Died in pneumonia. Oops. Yeah. So the <clears throat> production T-34s have heaters? Yes! <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Small oversight. So, hey. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Anyways, that that was so. That's one of them. The other one is damnation. But to, before you leave tanks, you talked about uh, refurbishing American tanks and you know upgrading yeah. them. Uh huh. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that done actually in Fort Knox? Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm. So the Fort Knox is a big tank area. Yeah, it's yeah. not just about the gold. Of course is it, the gold there? We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> of course, it helps to guard the gold if you got all these tanks too. So. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> True. But it was just—I just thought it was really interesting because it was this thing that you know was revolutionary and really was kind of an icon of the 20th century in a lot of ways. Yeah. But now is just kind of seen as this. But now it's kind of coming back again because you know it's like hmm, tanks are still yeah really useful items and. Uh, Hmm. Anyhow, the other one I wanted to, to, to recommend is a series called Damnation. Mm-hmm. I love this show. Okay, it's 1931, Iowa. He's, there's a young pastor, preacher, and he starts doing his sermon. Guy's a total communist. Not really a preacher. Killed a couple men, likes to ra- you know raise insurrection and everything. Gets local uh, union strikes going and everything. And then, you know, all these strike breakers come in town. It's just, it's bloody, it's sexy, it's weird. I Hmm. love it. I fucking love it. Damnation. On Netflix. On Netflix. Hmm. I'll check that one out. And of course, you know, the new season of Viking starts tonight, so... Don't don't forget about that. So I'm an Amazon Primer, (gasps) which means I'm a whore, and I I spend way too much money on Amazon now because the shipping thing is uh, free. (laughs) Well, yeah. Like bye, bye, bye. Does it come by drone? (laughs) It does. (laughs) Um, But uh, it comes with Amazon Prime Video, and you know. Amazon Prime Video is not like Netflix. It's not as good as Netflix. And really, yeah. I always heard they had like a huge um, movie catalog. They've got they've got a good they do old Netflix movie is catalog. Better. Yeah, Netflix is definitely better. Oh, okay, yeah. um, all right. But but there are some originals that I wanted to mention. Um, there's a movie that I watched, uh, which is a really small zombie. Like I I'm all about zombies. I'm, I know that's you know that's a given. I love zombie stuff. So there's a, a small movie filmed in uh, Paris called uh, The Night Eats the World, and it's about a guy who survives kind of a zombie apocalypse thing in an apartment building, and then wakes up the next day realizing that everyone he knows in that area is dead or a zombie, and he has to kind of mm-hmm. try to survive the apocalypse. And that was a really fun independent movie that I, I really enjoyed. Um, another thing that I watched on there uh, that I really enjoyed was the Jack Ryan series. And oh, I have a lot of problems with uh, Tom Clancy. Oh you god, know, yeah, his politics are just kind of oh, ridiculous woof. sometimes, right? Yeah. But they, uh, John Krasinski plays Jack Ryan in this. And if there's one thing I want to do to the Marvel universe right now is to say John Krasinski needs to be Reed Richards. I'm just saying this. Okay. <laughs> he needs to be Reed Richards, and Marvel needs to get their hands on the Fantastic Four property that is now held by a blue. I, I couldn't. I could not agree more. That yeah. was my first Marvel comic. Was Fantastic Four. Yeah. Well, Fo- followed Fantastic rapidly Four. by Thor and Hulk. Yeah. 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 And I was. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm. I'm a Marvel. Yeah. All the way back. But the Jack Ryan show is like uh, a very good uh, series, and it's only one season. And I don't know if they're going to do another season. Um, but I really enjoyed it, and it was really well done, and it was like a good spy thriller genre uh, TV show, and uh, yeah, found it utterly captivating. I'm also watching um, Electric Dreams, which is an anthology series where... I've heard of it, but I don't know much about it. <laughs> yeah, I really want to get into uh, The Man in the High Castle because I... Oh, 
Oh, I yes. love Philip K. Dick, but Electric yeah. Dreams is all Philip K. Dick uh, stories, um, oh. where it's kind of like a Twilight Zone of his stories. Um, yeah. And you know, I wish Ubik was in there, Ubik or whatever. But oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know a lot of these stories, but I am five episodes into it, and I, I I'm enjoying it. Brian Cranston is directing, and he's acted in one of them. And anthology series are perplexing because they're so expensive. I. I, yeah. I can't believe these companies would want to do an anthology series because you have to reset every time and all the sets have to be rebuilt. All you know, you have to you have to do everything from scratch. Like Black Mirror has to do everything from scratch. Oh God, yeah. You know, and so there's some money in this and uh I, I'm I'm enjoying it. I think it's a quality show. Nothing totally mind bending, but it's good. Yeah, between that and uh, the Jack Ryan uh, series, there's some gems on there that I'm I'm enjoying on Amazon Prime. Otherwise, okay. yeah, <laughs> I like my Netflix. <laughs> I made this stupid uh, decision uh, when I was at my uh, brother-in-law's for Thanksgiving to uh, play Fortnite. And uh, okay. he also had a copy. Fortnite's really fun. Uh, Battle Royale is really fun. It seems to be <sighs> like really popular. Yeah, it's so frustrating because I, I used to play PUBG which is uh, in the same kind of battle royale uh, situation, but you you literally live about a hundred seconds, you know, before someone offs you. you know? <laughs> oh like, man, it's just brutal because the game ends so quickly. But he also had a copy of uh, Diablo three, and back in my uh, you know ten years ago or whatever, I had a PC and I played Diablo two like a maniac, and like until four in the morning sometimes. Like Diablo two was the first game that really mimicked what it was like to play D&D because I'm a huge D&D fan. And mm-hmm. uh, then eventually I got Skyrim and Skyrim is just so wonderful as an RPG. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but then he had Diablo three and I, I played it and now I'm addicted. So <laughs> now, now I'm playing Diablo three and I'm just grinding for gear and yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm still on the Xbox 360, but uh, you know, we'll see. I got to get into the the new era of VR. I might have to go to PlayStation Four or something. Well, like, that certainly got a lot of great reviews. The PlayStation yeah. Four VR. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, so that's what I've been spending my time doing lately. <laughs> I did want to mention. Um, I did see a movie. You were talking about zombies, and I think you might get a kick out of this. Um, so this is a uh, there's a disease, and most of the people are dead. Kind of story. Mm-hmm. So you go to this small town, again, it's like somewhere in, oh, I don't know, mid-range California. This guy is just going through these homes. You see a guy going, you know, he's got a, a bandana around his face and everything, and he's just going through the home, and he sees a corpse, and then he wraps it up, and then he, you know, takes it, buries it, and then takes a picture from the home and everything, and then spray paints like an X in front on the street in front of the house and everything. And it's it's Peter Dinklage, <laughs> and he's he's like the only person left in this town, and he's just he goes well. You got to have something to do, and he just so he's like cleaning up all the corpses and everything, and then he runs into this teenage woman uh, played by um, Elle Fanning, hmm. and then they I wouldn't say have a romance, but they have this kind of you know odd relationship, and. Anyways, I won't ruin the rest of it, everything, but it it uh, it has Paul Giamatti in it and all these other things. So it's like one of these movies that slipped under the radar. Yeah, I, I think I saw a poster of it. It's um, called I Think We're Alone Now. I Think We're Alone Now, yeah. 
Yeah. Hmm. And uh, so I think, or the Weird Al version of the Tiffany song. I think I'm a clone now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> There's always two of me just a hanging around. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Tori, you mentioned having the the Rand movies in your queue and just sitting here for a while. Well, of course, you know, I always load up on scary movies for Halloween, uh-huh. and I had one still stuck in there called The Lodgers. Mm-hmm. This was on Netflix streaming, so of course I watched it. Oh God, it was made by the <laughs> Irish Film Bureau. So, is it dark? Is it moody? Is it depressing? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, you should see The Night Eats the World. I'd like to hear what you think about that movie. Yeah, okay. I'm sure you could get it on DVD or something. Oh, I'm uh, sure you're right, yeah. That's a lot of fun. So, we're kind of... Uh, Mrs. Sputnik and I are ordering all the movies that we can with Robert Taylor, who is the guy that played uh, Longmire. Because we went through a real show mm. hole on Netflix when we got through all six seasons. We're like, son of a bitch! Well, you got me into the camping show on uh, oh, HBO, and God. then and then I, I have Dish Network, and Dish Network is going through a huge dispute with HBO right now. Yeah, yeah. So I lost HBO. So I got into I got four episodes in, and now I can't watch it anymore. Dude, I got to tell you, I love that show. Okay, here that show is so hard to explain. So again, it's a British show. Which got developed for American TV and American actors and everything. What's really fucking weird about it is that David Tennant, the um, 12th Doctor Who. Right. No. No, uh, 11th. No, 10th. 10th Doctor Who. 11th is Matt Smith, uh, War Doctor's okay. 12, and Jodie Whittaker's No, 13. War Doctor's 8. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> He's um the nerds are gonna be writing us. Yeah, well <laughs> I wish you would shut up. Oh god, it was so funny. I was I was in the mall the other day because I, I had to buy something and I knew I could get it at a mall because generally I like to do all my shopping online for the holiday season. Blah. So I go into a store and there's these three people are having this really loud fucking argument about how bad DC superhero movies are and how oh, much yeah. they love Marvel. Wait, who's who's arguing? That's all just truth. I, <laughs> that's just the truth. Yeah. Uh, here's here's the funny thing. They were all agreeing, but didn't like the other one's tone. <laughs> and so so there was almost a slap fight that broke out, and it was just hilarious. Wow. But, but in any case, uh, getting back to Doctor Who for just a little bit, I, I have to say once again, I have seen all of the new Doctor Whos, all of the 13th Doctor. I love the writing. I love her as the Doctor. I love the companions. Every one of those stories, to me, has been just fucking awesome. I really, really like yeah, the I, new Doctor I, I Who. Think it, I think it's... So, Godzuki is just getting into Doctor Who big time, and this is going to be her Doctor, and it's going to awesome. be Jodie Whittaker. That's so awesome. It's totally awesome. And, For uh, her to yeah, be so yeah. We're, we're watching that and really enjoying it. So, yeah, that's awesome. I just I just love it to death. I really look forward mm-hmm. to every Sunday night when, when a new Doctor Who episode comes yeah. on. So, oh, by the so way, it's one of those kind of like, what? Starbucks a woman thing? <laughs> well, you know, yes. it's, yeah. it's, and you know how that turned out. Awesome. Yeah. You know yeah. that show I just mentioned, Longmire? Starbuck plays. Is his deputy? Oh yeah, the yeah. the woman, the woman star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. She's Katie Sackoff. She's awesome. Yeah. yeah, she was in this horrible movie called uh, I think Twenty Thirty Eight or something like that, where she it, yeah, it, it's this end of the world kind it. of movie. Is just I'm not so, proud. So terrible. She, she was in a Riddick movie too. She was in a Riddick movie too. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with with Howard in the tub. 
Yeah. One of nice. Howard Wolowitz's fantasies. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lucky dude. Um, I, I did watch Overlord in the theater. Um, yes. That is phenomenal. I so, couldn't make it, but I really wanted yeah. to. If, if you get a chance, it is a weird World War II movie, which includes uh, horrible Nazi experiments on humans and, you know, uh, monsters. Well, what other kind are there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just a really good, riveting World War II movie. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of a fan- fantasy film. But I, I, I totally enjoy that. I did watch uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, too, and that was fun. Um, not as good as uh, Wreck-It Ralph, the original, but, mm-hmm. but it's still a good movie. But Overlord, Wow. I, I really hope more people get to see that movie. Yeah, I would like to. Uh, I really would like to. Yeah, I, I think it's way up your alley. Okay. Um, I think you would really enjoy it. And Sounds I'm, awesome. I'm bummed that you missed it because I think I think you dig <laughs> that movie a lot. Yeah. Well, we have Aquacan to look forward Aquacan. to. Aquacan. And then, yeah, the final trailer it looks great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, fish boy. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of I think it's fish man to you. <laughs> Yeah, man, I yeah. don't know about this Aquaman stuff. Aqua can. Well, I think for th- luck we have a real good uh, SpongeBob SquarePants vibe to it. Kind of, <laughs> it's like, like bikini mermaid. bottom. He's in bikini bottom. Yeah. <laughs> and here's my queen saying, "M I got it. My son wants to see Patrick that one. Starfish He's will be there. Talk to me. About I think it'll be pretty yeah. awesome. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I hope so. I yeah. Hope so. Yeah, you know. I just I'm waiting for the Avengers four trailer to drop. I really want to see that trailer. That would be good. I need a title. Well, I think they need something to move past, like the Infinity Wars. Just like, hey, that's a major fucking drag. Well, yeah. what I'm hearing is yeah. this next movie is going to be like three hours long, and it's going to be Ouch. huge. So, well, wow, they've got this whole like you know this whole thing new thing in the yeah, Motion Picture Academy now. that's pretty much just like, and yeah. now we're talking about Marvel. <laughs> now movies. we need some Marvel awards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which Marvel I mean, awards. come on, they make a a gazillion dollars yeah. and yeah. yeah 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 why wouldn't you but exactly. yeah they gotta have to have something to they gotta bring back at least a few of these superheroes that vaporized and, and for the love of yeah. fuck you know why isn't oh, there a comedy why isn't there a comedy section in the you know well ant-man was kind of a comedy ant-man was pretty good ant-man and the yeah. wasp was yes. also very good yes yeah and it, it had this good tone of silliness to it that i think is you know guardians of the galaxy has that as well but i think yeah. They, they do really well with levity, and uh, yeah, it's something DC never does. No, DC's just dark, dark, oh, dark, it's dark, so dark, 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 no parents. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not like yeah. See, I mean, that's the thing with Stan Lee. You know, he made his heroes flawed. You know, DC, it's like, oh, we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're so far from fucked, the light from fucked won't hit us for a hundred years. But what's funny is when I was reading, you know, as a kid, I was reading, you know, Justice League of America, and um, it was so brightly colored and so beautiful, yeah. and, you know, Superman had these bright colors, and Wonder Woman had these bright colors, and, you know, it was just really inspiring and yeah. upbeat and uh we're not getting any of that shit in these yeah, movies. Yeah, they shoot everything behind a, you know, a 10 oh, factor God. neutral density filter. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dark. Yeah. I think even Ansel yeah, Adams would have said, "Fuck, man, you got to lighten that up." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me introduce you to lighting equipment. This thing called yeah. color. Uh-huh. But but yeah, I mean, those comics were so iconic and well yeah. done. Well, speaking of comics, have you picked up see now i would consider myself probably a dc man though Ooh. well no 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 no, no <laughs> let me ex- no, no let me explain let I me read explain both. i read both so i read both too wrong. but the thing of it was is that you know i started comics with fantastic four 
It was always my favorite, especially with Kirby drawing it. Oh, God. I mean, fuck yeah. That was yeah, it. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of shade being thrown at Stan Lee about, you know, well, Jack Kirby's really the guy who did it. Well, fine. You know, Jack Kirby's been dead for years. So, yeah. you know, I celebrate Jack Kirby and I love Stan Lee. So he was a great artist, whatever. a great yeah. writer. But I mean, yeah. whatever he problems they had, it doesn't fucking matter. Those were great comics. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I always think of Annihilus and the Negative Zone and everything. That series, I fucking love that. Doctor Strange, Dormammu, mm-hmm. and, you know, the real Dormammu, not the <laughs> weird shit that they just. I, that one I'm not happy with. Dormammu, I've come to bargain. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, <laughs> in any case, my point is, is that I I'm a huge Batman fan. Okay, that's really it. Bottom yeah, absolutely. line, huge Batman fan. So now DC has its Black Label uh, house or things where it's like you know all. So they had like Batman Damned in like the first uh, mm. the first issue. Uh, there was male nudity. Now, now here's the thing. Now here's the thing that, that and people were writing about it and everything, and I'm thinking it's a fucking drawing. It's a comic book. It's not like there's yeah. a dick there. It's just you yeah. know. Remember Grendel? I mean, that had some yeah, yeah, crazy stuff. Anyways, anyways, I guess there was a picture of a bat dick, and I guess it just put everybody into a fucking spin. Batwoman is gay. Okay, there, there you go. You know, I like, but I like her, I like her comic book because she starts it off with going like, I'm Batman without the complications. And I thought, good for you. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you need less of that uh, daddy issue. Oh, there's a new one that they just did uh, with a black label uh, called White Knight, where the Joker takes, <laughs> takes all these pills and he fucking gets cured. And he's not wearing the makeup, and he doesn't have any of that shit on and everything, and he runs for city council, and he's like, fucking runs Batman out of town. <laughs> Weird. It's really good, man. Yeah. It's really fucking good. Nice. And there's no pictures of dicks. <laughs> no dick pics. <laughs> oh, God, and that's the thing. It's a Usually Netflix. a bonus for me. Yeah, there's no tar penises, like, you know, the Disney universe. Right. The Disney universe. No one needs that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh cool. God. Um, gentlemen, do we have anything else or anyone? Oh, yeah. We have a winner of our contest. Uh, oh, yes. Please. Tyler C., you are our winner. Thank you for voting awesome. in the yes. uh, 190 contest. So we'll send you an email, and uh, hopefully you made it through this episode, and you can uh, <laughs> yeah. email us. Too. <laughs> so we're just yeah. going on and on. <laughs> on and on and on. Yeah. We got shit to talk oh, about. Oh, jeez, there. Oh, there's things to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for everyone who uh, sent us pictures of your voting uh, skills. Obviously, it all, all worked out. Uh, the Democrats yep. won 40 uh, seats in the House of Representatives. That's awesome. I did. I uh, did an abs. Mrs. Sputnik and I were deep in the heart of Texas during the midterms. So, we sent in our absentee ballots and everything, which is great. We witnessed each other because we witnessed <laughs> for each other and then, you know, signed it all, signed it off. And, uh, so, so we were in San Antonio, and that was really a Beto town. You know, they loved him, man. Oh, there yeah, were fucking yeah. San signs everywhere. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so, of course, you know, fucking Ted Cruz wins. And he went on and on. And he won by like 1%. He yeah. won by a It's hair. a mandate. It's a mandate. Oh, it's a mandate. <laughs> I've got lots of political capital. Oh, God. It's how, how this is about how Texas and this is about, and it's like, oh, no, how it is so not. How people vote for you, him? You are a douche, sir. Ugh. Anyways. Um, yep. 
it was it would that was hard to watch but i think i woke up in the middle of the night and you know, in, in, in the hotel room and i was on my smartphone looking for wisconsin resolve oh god so, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that was nerve-wracking that was it nerve-wracking. was nerve-wracking yeah and i'm, I'm yeah. very excited it worked out um you know I'm, tony evers is an exciting candidate but he's not scott walker well, this no. is super awesome. And That's his super awesome. <laughs> it, it, so far, it looks like Evers will be competent. Yeah, which is going to be a huge yeah. improvement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am. They're so... already working on a lame duck agenda to try to limit his power as governor. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Voss and Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are Jesus, not too bitter. Bastards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. It was like uh, okay, so uh, Hitler toward the end, he had this thing called Operation Neuro. Which was essentially just like scorched earth, like tearing up all the fucking railroad tracks, destroying yeah. all the, because you know, fuck, we don't want to give the Russians anything. And then there was this one point where you wanted to flood all the sewers, and and uh, you know, to to keep the Russians from you know just like getting not having to fight street by street in Berlin and just go through. And he said, flood the sewers. And he goes, no, we got all our wounded down there to keep them away from all the fighting. And he goes, your only thought now should be of national socialism. <laughs> what does that even mean? It means turn it on. <laughs> turn it on the water. And and uh, it just it just seems like, you know, we have that sort of mentality going where, um, yeah, you're right. The tribalism has gotten to the point where it's like, no, you shut up. No, you shut up. <laughs> And you you just you know you you have the left that's sort of reduced to being like scolds, humorless scolds all the time, and then you've got the right who are just like full on fucking nuts. I mean, like I say, when you make a comment about you know going to a hanging, and then and then you get elected, that's kind of nuts. On the other hand, then you, Arizona's got a female senator. I think John McCain is smiling. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and so uh, things work out. Although Arizona it, it is very troubling to me right now. Number one, have you heard about these gender identity parties? And then when you say gender identity, you tend to think, oh, uh, LBGTQ. No, it's for fucking like, rednecks who who want to reveal wanna... parties or something. Yes, or no. maybe I got that wrong. Maybe it's gender reveal yeah. or gender. I've I've heard it both ways, but let's go with gender reveal. So people just drop their pants and. Yeah, go, hey, look at that. <laughs> you ever they, seen they, one like they, that before? They open a box with blue balloons or pink balloons yeah. or some bullshit like that. the gender mm. of your child. Yeah. Oh, gender of your child. Yeah. 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 Okay. So some dumb fuck south of Tucson <laughs> had some huge bomb, and then it was full of blue powder. Anyways, it started all these fucking wildfires. So this guy, they took like 600, oh, uh, 600 yeah. firemen to put the son of a bitch out. So they're charging him like $8 million. They're giving him five years probation because he plea dealed it down, but he still owes the state of Arizona $8 million. How the fuck is anyone going to come up with $8 million well, he's to pay not. the state of Arizona? Well, it's like that dumbass that went through Idaho with one of those huge RVs, and he's got like a full... Uh, size car that he's towing behind while well, the tire blows on the full size car and he's dragging it and dragging it until it goes down to the rim then the rim causes sparks and starts the whole fucking yeah, yeah. it's just like what the fuck <laughs> there's always some idiot dragging something that's sparking yeah. I mean but yeah. no Arizona was just in the news today because they're putting up all the razor wire and everything because they're all worried about the you swear to God, it's like the fucking Alamo. Well, we were in San Antonio, wow. so we saw the Alamo. <laughs> you, saw the Alamo. Yeah. you went to the basement of the Alamo? We did go to the basement <laughs> of the Alamo. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, anyways, I, I want to say this about that. 
because one thing I noticed, I you know, being a bicyclist, one of the things that I noticed is I had never seen so many fixed gear bikes in my fucking life. <laughs> like there okay. were fixed gear bikes everywhere. I'm How not a fixie flat rider. Is San Antonio? It's pretty Piss flat. Piss on a plate. Yeah, it is pretty flat. Okay. So I mean, that, so you that's only need reasonable. the one gear. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, anyways, but, but but you know, I never like fixies because like I don't yeah. want to be constantly moving my legs and pedaling. Yeah. Like I like to drift. Yeah. You know, if I don't want to pedal, then yeah. I just uh-huh. want to ride, and you know, but your feet have to constantly move. You know. Yeah. I I, I don't mind. I like single gear, freewheel. Front, oh God! Front yeah. brake. Yeah, that's that's an awesome like, bike. I knew bike messengers in San Francisco when my brother was up there, and uh, they they rode fixies in San Francisco. I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh, I can't. My yeah. my knees ache just oh, thinking God. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. horrifying. And, and a true fixie, like you're saying, there's no freewheel. No, and there's no brakes. So to slow the bike down, you have to actually put resistance Re- yeah, against right. the pedals yeah. turning. Yep. And slow yeah. the wheel and down Yeah, and imagine like that. that on a hill and, yeah. you know. Yeah. Ow, ow, ow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. So, so anyways, the other thing I noticed was the preponderance of electric scooters. Now, let me be... Let me. Are, are they Lime or what, what was the brand Bird. that invaded the city? Bird, Bird and Lime. Bird brand. So so here's the thing. Um, they, they had someone who had photoshopped. They had a great picture. They had Tippy Hendren from the Birds, but instead of being attacked by birds, she was being attacked by electric bird scooters. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, they have open carry alcohol in San Antonio. So you find a lot of places that go, Margs and beers to go, eh? Margs <laughs> and beers. And they'll have signs up saying, oh, you know, open carry. And, you you know, when you see open carry in Texas, you think, oh, fuck. <laughs> Everyone's going to be, you know, walking heavy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, no. It was <laughs> these big margaritas and everything. So uh, I was, I one of the info guys uh, was around the Alamo, and I was sort of chatting him up about the bikes and everything, and then the electric scooters came up, and he said, yeah, they um, just appeared literally overnight. And this is their wow. business model. So apparently, you know, towns don't generally have any laws regarding these things. And and I want to be clear now, when I'm saying scooters, I'm not talking like about a Vespa. No, they're they're kind of an invasion. It's like an invasive species. Aren't they kind of yeah. like little bigger versions of those little razor kick, yeah. kick scooters? Yes. yes. Yeah. But they can go 20 miles an hour. Wow. So now here's the thing. So the thing is, is that, you know, you just, you pick one up, you use your smartphone, you get the app, you check it out. And then, uh, you know, you agree to their terms and blah. And then when you're done, you just leave it. So these fucking things are lying everywhere. So there's like, so we had to take a picture of the Alamo with all these electric scooters in front of it. Um, But so, so, so these things just appear in town. And then if nothing happens to like the first company, then all the other companies pile on. So you people are they don't have helmets on they're going just screaming down the sidewalk they got a fucking huge marg to go <laughs> um you'll have kids two to a scooter screaming down the street or something i mean it's just a fucking wow. nightmare but but um so one thing i'll have to say here in madison is that soglin already put the screws on yeah. that and said fuck no you come into town you're paying a heavy fee el paso apparently Picked up every goddamn scooter in one day, locked them all up in a warehouse, and said, 
told all the companies, he said, you come pick these son of bitches up, and after you pay the fine, and don't you ever come back to El Paso. Well, they yeah. figured out by the time they paid the fines, that would, wouldn't be saying, well, you got to just bought yourself a warehouse full of electric scooters. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because they're just, you know, fast, cheap, and out of control mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. basically what it comes down to. Yeah, what's to stop people from just, you know, smashing them for They kicks? actually do. Uh, they, they do a lot. Often they just throw them yeah. in a river and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. So people, people will post videos of, like, whipping them off of bridges or wow. just knocking them over. So so the business model is though if you're supposed to what type in your credit or how do you how does the business it's get like money a qr again? code i think you yeah. scan it and you scan okay. it and then yeah and then it that activates it so you can actually ride it yes oh okay yes and then it's you can start it and it has a little kickstand right. a little charger and everything and and people just yeah you know like i see like on campus i see people with um electric skateboards and yeah part of me is sometimes jealous i'm like that seems like fun <laughs> it looks like fun but, i'd like to try that but then there's a part of me that that like you know like segways piss me off oh, no yeah, fucking yeah. end i just i want to just clothesline the future of transportation segways. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh remember the build-up with that mm-hmm. it was like the future 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 wow. future yeah. yeah god <laughs> and then it, it was just like some tool on a segway it's like you're a yeah. dink i know you can go farther and faster with a bicycle so what's the yeah yeah you know and then the scooters i mean you well, we went to Crazy Larry's and looked at some of these electric bikes. Lenny. Crazy Lenny's. Yeah, yeah Crazy yeah. Lenny. Larry's is a competitor. Yeah. So yeah. Crazy Lenny. And, uh, oh, man, they're just so awesome. I mean, They I, are awesome. I, I'm but on a bike, uh-huh. gearing up. there's more dignity to it. On a scooter, I mean, I don't care who you are. If you see a kid on a scooter, it's one thing. But you see grown-ass men, you know, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. It's like no, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. But anyways, it was it was a pretty town and it was fun. Cool. Uh, they had a really interesting show. They had a lot of old cathedrals and missions, which were very nice. And they had this one laser show, where they showed like the whole history of Texas, and they worked it out so that it would you could just show it on. It just fit on the front of the cathedral, and it was just gorgeous. Hmm. Anyways, uh, we were sitting at this table. And this woman came and asked if she could sit with us and everything. And she was with a tour group. And, of course, she was from Minnesota. So, yes, Scotties and Minnesotans, we're, we're not from the same tribe, but we do seek each other out. She's from Minnesota. In strange places. So, of course, you know, she was, she was very Minnesotan that she was relating a story about how her tour group had saw that this guy was riding too fast on a scooter, and he fell, and he wasn't moving. And they were saying, well, what should we do? Let's stop the tour bus. Let's get him to, to some medical aid. And it was like, and, and, that's, and that's something that somebody from Minnesota would do without blinking. It's just like, let, what can we do to help? Whereas all, you know, Mrs. Sputnik and I were laughing. I said, why didn't you just poke him with a stick? <laughs> you know, and then when he wakes up, laugh at stop him. Stop punching yourself. Stop punching yourself. Indicate, stop punching yourself. Yeah, well, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> we, we do have a hard edge a little bit in Wisconsin, don't we? <laughs> it's like when, when, he, when he comes to and then just, you know, laugh at him and, uh-huh. and point. <laughs> and if you have a marker, draw on him. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. always. Go to always keep that permanent marker and yeah, say, Mommy didn't marker. love me, yeah. <laughs> and then always remember the dick pics pointing yeah. to the mom. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god! So it was. It was a pretty town, and I have to say, I like Texas. I really do like Texas. It, you know, the people they elect to office are questionable, but you know, when aren't they? Yeah, I'm just yeah. surprised that Dick won again. I mean, oh god! And and Beto, he's got a chance for you know future politics. So oh we'll god, just, we'll just see what happens. He, mm-hmm. I think he could throw his hat in the ring in 2020. Absolutely, the Dems are going to be. F- you're gonna see like 19, 20 of them fuckers running. Well, we'll in come January. I think it's up over thirty. Actually, yeah. the possibility. <laughs> yeah, thirty-five is the last number I heard. And but, the Rock, probably the Rock. I, <laughs> I, I'd be okay with the yeah. Rock. You know? I would totally be okay with the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> what actually, was better that, in twenty fifteen? Can you smell what the Rock is cooking? <laughs> the people that voted for Trump just because of celebrity status, yeah. you know, they'd be oh. all like, "Oh, Trump, but we could have the Rock." Well, I think I might switch my vote. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was, I don't know, did I mention in the last podcast that I I watched, they had a three-part series on the History Channel about Watergate because it was the anniversary and Mm. everything. And I have to say, I I binge-watched all three of them, just sat down and watched all three of them because, you know, I I was one of those nerdy kids. Nerds were different when I was a kid. I mean, you could be nerdy about a lot of different things. So I was really nerdy about the news. So I sat in all summer and watched those hearings, and I was, like, really into it. (laughs) Wow. So it was so Uh funny to watch because everything was so, you know, every day was a revelation and speculation and assumption. But now to watch it years later is just historical fact. And it's like, here's what happened. Here's here's how this resolved itself. And it was so funny to watch it again because, you know, you had such a cast of clowns. Mm. You know, mm. like like John Oliver is, oh, it's called it uh, Stupid Watergate. Yeah, he's it Stupid Watergate. Watergate was stupid, too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. like, what were they going to find in the DNC headquarters? Like Nothing. Yeah, exactly. It was just like Nixon was so fucking paranoid. It's, yeah, that was just crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. you know, and then yeah. he, and, and then, but but the thing about Nixon was, is, and here's the th- point that they made interesting, was that there were people that existed in the Nixon White House basically to talk other <laughs> Nixon aides out of doing this shit that Nixon said because it's like, no, don't fucking do that. <laughs> you know, God. so I'm guessing stuff like that is still happening. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, big yeah. time, big time. And, and and like they had that one guy, the Butterfield, you know, who just, you know, he was just. Like this guy that they were interviewing at the hearings, and he was like, "Well, I don't remember the exact time, but you know, I, I'm sure if you listen to the tape, um, they they know." It. And everyone's like, "What? What? what? The tape? What? Tapes?" <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, ding, oh, ding, 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 ding. Jesus Christ what? and a rubber crutch. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome you know there was so many things and then of course the whole Agnew thing about you know this guy was so fucking guilty even the Nixon people were disgusted with him like Jesus Christ we got video of him taking an envelope <laughs> it's like, like oh my god yeah it yep. was it was just a fucking nightmare yeah. this should just be called stupider Watergate you know yeah cause it yeah yeah, yeah. Although this one, I, I mean, if there's a paper trail, I hope there's a paper trail. The Mueller investigation, I God, it's getting to the point, man, where you better put up or shut up. I yeah. mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm sure he's got something, but it's I was like, actually come worried on. about him yeah. come uh, Friday of Thanksgiving because I, I thought maybe that'd be a good time for yeah. you know some kind of Saturday Night Massacre where right. you know, yeah, Trump could that, try to that's fire him when Trump released the environmental report from yeah. The, mm-hmm. uh, I looked the, at that, it. Yeah. I didn't agree with it. What, yeah, what was this quote? But, Air and water are that the it's cleanest. <laughs> believe me, like, believe me. Believe me. He yeah. always, when he always says "believe me," like believe that really yeah. fast, it's like, oh yeah, okay. 
He he buys the you know the finest canned air and bottled water, <laughs> yeah, that money can buy. So, yeah. what's the problem? <laughs> yeah, we are literally in a handbasket going to hell right we now. We are in a yeah. handbasket. Uh-huh. I, I totally, yeah, I can't. That that climate report from his own department <sighs> is you know pretty damning, yeah. and I I don't well, know. You know what? Nothing gets, we can do about it. I'll tell you what else I've been following is uh, Brexit. Oh my God, what a clusterfuck! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I I feel Teresa so bad. Teresa May is just holding oh. the bag all, all by herself right And the now. EU is just like, oh, you know what? I'll fucking just go. <laughs> <laughs> They're so fucked, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really, it's painful to listen to. And especially when you listen to the, you know, the tapes from Parliament where they're just laughing. Oh, yeah, they were laughing at her. Oh. <laughs> I mean, just... not unlike the UN laughing at Trump, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't expect that reaction. It's like, hey, here's one I bet you haven't heard. <laughs> so, and, uh, so, so now Angela Merkel's probably going to be out by, you know, a couple, three months. Mm-hmm. So now all we've got is Macron being the voice of Western reason. Oh, fuck me. And now they're having the fuel riots because he wanted to, to, to follow the Paris Accords, you know, being in Paris and all, and being yeah. the voice of Western reason now. He really jacked, you know, put a carbon tax on diesel fuel. That's why he's got like 250,000 people burning shit in paris so it's like oh fuck and then so so i also heard this one story about how electric cars they haven't gotten to this point break yet you know or price break yet Mm -hmm. where you know they're just not really to the point where they're cheap enough you know because gm you know merry christmas gm uh we're gonna drop about fourteen thousand people and hey you know that vault and that bolt fuck them they're gone that's like one of those they're keeping the vault no 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 no. i mean they're keeping the bolt and getting rid of the Volt. No, Volt and Bolt are both gone. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Along with two Cadillacs and then uh, the Cruise and the Impala. The fucking Impala. That's how you win a tariff war. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we're winning. We're winning. Yeah. We're winning. Yeah. Like, like uh, Charlie Sheen said, winning. Winning. <laughs> Tiger blood. <laughs> winning. Tell you, I, today on the way over, I got stuck behind so many GM cars. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's like a couple Malibus, a Grand Am, a Impala. I mean, it was, it was GM everywhere for some reason. I've but, never but heard of GM on the plant in like that's Michigan. I mean, everybody voted yeah. for Trump in that area. Yeah, but you know, Michigan legalized <laughs> yeah. the weed. Yeah. Now we were just talking about they said oh Minnesota, and I thought so too. Minnesota would go first. Mm-hmm. Fuck no. Yeah, that's crazy. Michigan. Yeah. Maybe Michigan just needed the break. <laughs> You know, wow. they just needed to cut, oh, fuck yeah. cut loose a little bit. Well, you know, it was so it was so <laughs> funny when when I was a kid. You know, every you know, drinking age was eighteen in Wisconsin, and of course, you know, Minnesota, Iowa, Michigan, it was all twenty one. So these fuckers would just come tear ass oh, into Wisconsin. Well, let me tell you something. Yeah. The first time they get a bordered dispensary in Michigan, this boy's planning <laughs> a road trip. I am getting some gummies, and I am. I will fucking, ride with you. Yes, <laughs> it's a gummy ride. <laughs> let us ride. <laughs> Ride for gummies. <laughs> Two gummies that, and beyond. That's going to be different because the Michigan side of the border is so clean cut compared to the Wisconsin well, side. Well, they're all fucking Calvinists. They, you can't even drink on Sundays. Yeah. Well, the the western Michigan on the lower peninsula. I was thinking, which is, yeah, clean cut too, but I was thinking even the UP... Uh, it, I don't know, you, you my favorite person, town in Michigan is yeah. hell. 
<laughs> Hell, Michigan. Yeah, oh, you yeah, mean, yeah. Uh, have you ever been there? No, <laughs> I mean, it's like Ishpeming and Nagani. Is that what you mean? No, no, there's actually a town called Hell, Michigan. Oh, because I, I thought yeah, it was I like like Ishpeming and Nagani meant like hell and heaven and uh, Algonquin. Uh, I, I took uh, yeah. I took the Viking Prince to Hell, Michigan when uh, <laughs> my wife had to do something in Ypsilanti. Ypsilanti. <laughs> we went on a we went on a tour of Hell, Michigan. It's, it's pretty cool. Why would town? you yeah. have to do anything in Ypsilanti? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my fucking dear God! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was just it was probably actually not that much difference, but. The difference between the border towns of Hurley and Ironwood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hurley is in Wisconsin and is kind of a really major party town, and mm-hmm. Ironwood oh, yeah. is... Well, you know, all you got in Hurley is whores and pasties. <laughs> you do have that. One wrong turn and you're in Michigan. <laughs> whores yeah. and pasties, that's it. And now we've got Shirley from Hurley. <laughs> but yeah, I, Don't call me Shirley. just more of a nice northern town. and But anyway... Yeah. But Ironwood's got the big Indian. Yeah, it's like the, the FBI, the world's largest fiberglass Indian. But <laughs> Fucking big Indian. <laughs> it's literally a big Indian. <laughs> it was like we were talking about that with Justice League. You know, it's like Indian Chief. What's his power? He gets really fucking big. He gets big. Wow. <laughs> but he's still wearing a loincloth. That yep. could. Ooh, there could be issues there. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Somehow that expands too. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like the Hulk. You <laughs> know? The pants they get just tight enough, but not too tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The big Indian. It's kind of hard to find sometimes, but yeah, once you get find get to the top of the right hill in Ironwood, you'll see it. Well, it's like the giant muscalunge in. Um, fuck. Where is that? Hayward, the Hayward, 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 the big muscular, or or the Paul Bunyan statues all over Minnesota. Minnesota. (laughs) Name a random town, yeah, Brainerd, (laughs) Cloquet. I don't care any town. I talked to somebody recently who had to go to a destination wedding. Where was it? Brainerd, (laughs) Brainerd. I would kill somebody who yeah. fucking sent me an invite to Brainerd. Oh, yeah. Brainerd's not, yeah, it's not that bad a town. <laughs> okay, we'll get pancakes, then we'll get laid. Exactly. <laughs> He's kind of a little guy. He's a funny looking. You know, in the usual kind He's of way. He's funny looking. <laughs> I can remember people were so offended when Fargo came out and oh they said, God. oh, we don't... We don't talk like that. No, everybody I know from Minnesota hated it's it. Like fuck you. But of I'm like, no, you do. no, it's awesome, dude. Own <laughs> it. It's perfect. Yeah. It's like go up to Sheboygan sometimes. Mm. Oh, we don't have an accent. <laughs> fuck, are you kidding <laughs> me? <laughs> You're like the accent. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, would you like a double brat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Sheboygan Broad Fest. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you can get just blind drunk and, and eat brats all day and no one questions you. <laughs> oh, I'm blending in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laying in my own sick. <laughs> and that's where you actually see the foam double brat hats. Those are a rarity. I mean, usually, you know, you always see the cheese hats. Oh, but double there, brat There's a foam, wow. foam double, double brat hat. Yeah, wow. So there you go. You ready for the Tank Riot Benediction? Let's hit it. All what do right. you got? The reading this week is from one of my personal heroes, William F. Buckley Jr. Oh, no. All right. I did. I did. I <laughs> loved him. When I was a kid, I watched him on Firing Line every Sunday. My dad, Dad Sputnik, questioned me constantly. He goes, what in the hell are you watching this guy for? 
It's a little dad. <laughs> and well, and you know, I heard that. I heard that from my dad so much. Actually, it was like, why do you like Jerry Lewis so goddamn much? A guy's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Dad, can I just watch the Nutty Professor? <laughs> I, think, I, I I gotta point out how my kids are stupid more often. I gotta be in that. Oh yeah, my yeah. my dad was that dad. He would come up and say, "Now what in the hell are you watching this?" Like Red from that '70s show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he's dumb and an ass. He's a dumbass. <laughs> he's a dumbass. Dad, why do bad things keep happening? Because you're a dumbass, Eric. <laughs> dumbass, Eric. Okay, this comes from William F. Buckley. American conservative author and commentator. There's actually a. Uh, we have a huge potato farm. Uh, in we grow a lot of potatoes in Wisconsin. Wait, is this a quote? They're, 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 <laughs> no, no, I'm sidebarring. <laughs> William F. Buckley. They're, hey, they're, we got a lot of potatoes. Oh, like William F. Buckley did the sideline. Oh my God, he was nothing. Robin Williams used to do the funniest imitation of him, and he's like, uh, um, I see the Tom and Jerry uh, cartoon as a uh, uh, metaphor for Soviet hegemony, i.e., <laughs> and that's the way he was every fucking week. The most casual student of history knows that, as a matter of fact, truth does not necessarily vanquish. The cause of truth must be championed, and it must be championed dynamically. Here ends the lesson. (laughs) I said good day. Good day. England prevails. So, so do we look good? Are, are, yeah. are, are our levels good? I can talk in this thing and what happens. Yeah, there you go. Uh, word um, stuff. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Look, he's got an X. All right. So XS Max. Oh, you got you got a popper thing too. Yeah, I just got it today. Uh, Amazon. They're fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pre- he's a primer. I hate myself. I did not know that. I hate myself. Yeah. yeah. I'm a I'll talk about oh! yeah. I'll talk about Primer a little bit because uh, there's some yeah. there's some cool stuff that I've been checking out on the Prime Video. So yeah, 